Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash WCSN 312. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Chicago, thank you, and welcome to WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. I'd like to take this moment to talk about our social media outlets and the platforms you can listen and find us on. You can follow us on Twitter at WCSN312. Like us on our Facebook at Windy City Sports Network or at WCSN312. We also recently just joined Instagram, and you can follow us there at WCSN312 as well. We post all our shows to listen to on our social media outlets. If you're driving to work, you're driving back home from work, working out, or just chilling at home, pop on your headphones. You can listen to us on many platforms. Number one is iTunes. Our goal is to become a top 100 podcast. We need your help. By going on iTunes, rate us by giving us five stars and subscribe. We're on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, our original platform SoundCloud, Overcast, CastBox, Podbean, the podcast app, and most recently, Google Play. Search for Windy City Sports Network and you'll find us there. All platforms are free to you and available on iOS or Android phones, tablets, Apple TV, or any mobile devices or computers. We are beginning to do quick live pre-shows on our social media outlets, so make sure you follow or like us there. We will be live on Periscope, which is via our Twitter and Facebook Live, before every live broadcast. Lastly, you can watch us live, interact with us via the chat rooms on our newly launched YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Windy City Sports Network, and subscribe to our channel. You can watch us live or watch any of our older podcasts there. We created our YouTube channel for you, our fans, to interact with us during our shows. Ask us any questions and we will spew our opinions. We will be broadcasting CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, every Friday at 7 p.m. live. And bi-weekly, every Wednesday at 7 p.m., Wrestle Talk Radio will be live. Only on our YouTube channel, so subscribe now. If you have any questions, you can use our social media outlets or email us at WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. Like I have said many times before on this show, this is a passion project. We don't make any money off of this, and we have expenses, equipment, distribution costs, etc. If you guys enjoy our show and would like to buy us a beer, you can 
and it would be greatly appreciated. Go to our Patreon page, become our patron, and you can donate as much as you want. We will have rewards updated monthly in return. Just go to our Patreon page at Windy City Sports Network. Again, remember, we are WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, built by the fans, for the fans. We would like to thank all our affiliates and sponsors for supporting WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. Here's a quick message from one of our affiliates. Thinking of starting your own podcast, don't know what software or distributor to use? It's real easy and simple with Podbean. Go to podbean.com backslash WCSN 312. Podbean is the world's leading podcast publishing platform. Over 100,000 people worldwide choose Podbean to create their podcasts, your all-in-one podcasting solution. With Podbean, you create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. You get unlimited podcasting, comprehensive stats, custom branding, reliable media hosting. You can share almost everywhere and get huge audience engagement. The community in Podbean is over 172,000 podcasters, over 5.8 million episodes, and has 5.4 billion downloads. Plans go as low as $9 a month for unlimited audio and $29 a month for unlimited video and audio. If you go through our link, you get your first month free. Give them a try. Go to www podbean.com backslash WCSN 
and on YouTube. So we're on both. I gotta get away from the mic. So tonight, guys, we're doing a double show. We will be having, uh, we're gonna be talking in the beginning a little bit about um, CSCR. Um, so we're doing a CSCR and a one more round radio. Um, we sort of have a, 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 a in between to talk about. Um, we have um, a good amount of sports to talk about, predominantly NBA playoffs, and we want to go over some of the NBA playoffs. Then we're going to start diving into some of the um, boxing stuff that we haven't had a chance really to talk about that we've wanted to talk about um, ever since the big news of the Triple G Canelo fight, and uh, we haven't really had the chance to do that, so we're going to take that opportunity now uh, to obviously do that. So we decided to put them together, um, so then that way we're not we're going to try not to run too super long, uh, maybe hopefully get it in between an hour hour 15 which is usually about average for what we're doing here but um yeah that was i liked that one we um that was a new uh, new song intro for us i liked it too big nick so obviously if you're uh listening to us on facebook we're over on youtube as well too so if you guys want to head over to our youtube channel and subscribe to our youtube channel it would be greatly appreciated uh spread the word uh get out there once you subscribe it's completely free you don't have to do anything um all you guys need to do is subscribe it'll notify you when we have uh either uploaded shows or doing live shows uh so on and so forth once you're on youtube you can watch us either on the fire stick the apple tv your phone um all that stuff so uh, head over on, head on over to YouTube. Also, when you're on YouTube, uh, we're sort of toggling both. Um, you can join the chat room and ask us any questions you want at any given time uh, or give any comments. We'll mention you guys on the broadcast as well, too. But we, uh, if you go over to YouTube, there is a chat room for YouTube and as well for Facebook. Um, and you guys can... Um, leave comments and or questions for us as well too so um what else was there oh t-shirts i wanted to mention t-shirt time so we have our t-shirts up what's today it's the 20th the last day is the 28th i believe or 27th potentially um so let's say the 27th for right now might be the 28th but i don't want to give you guys wrong news and rather be earlier than later um if you guys head over to bonfire.com we have our shirts for sale on there uh we have each individual show so we have obviously the main brand which is wcsn we have cscr shirt wtr shirt and a one more on radio shirt uh which is actually pretty cool with the crown on it um then we have specific personalities um uh we have me wild bill uh hop hops on their top selling shirt too louie did you know that yeah oh, hop hops a top selling shirt yeah wow he's got a, he's uh, got a big fan base he's got a biggest uh the most sales out of everybody uh and then pistoleros is on there too we're gonna have another round of shirts um it's not gonna really be the brands of the shows it's gonna be the personalities that will come out so we'll have those come up soon too we'll probably have a jackman shirt next we're gonna have to do a jackman and uh and a Levi shirt uh, soon. So we'll have those. But if you head over to our website, that's the other thing, our website, www.windycitysportsnetwork.com. Uh, and if you go to our blog, our blog has basic, click on the blog, you'll see the 
step-by-step instructions of what you need to do to go to Bonfire to order our shirts, uh, and then they'll ship out. So our shirts are on bonfire.com. Go through our website uh, and our blog page, and you'll see the directions of how to order them. Uh, and that's obviously through our website at www.windycitysportsnetwork.com. So and ch- check them out, guys. They come in a ver- variety of colors and sizes. So uh, they're they're pretty nice. I went on there. I picked up some myself, and I you'll you'll find something that you like. Yeah, and and thank you. You brought that up, though. Um, we actually had some shirts. I guess when people see them, they don't like the color of it. Example, uh, I think the WCSN one when it shows the picture, it's in gray, but there's other colors on there. So you can actually go on there and get the other colors, right? And you can click on them to see which one you like the most. So uh, definitely head on over. If you don't like a specific color. Uh, of that shirt you can obviously go over there and change it and uh, there are there, i think there's five colors for each shirt on there as well too so, right um good stuff good stuff um welcome back jackman he's been missing in action for like a month i think yeah i've been tied up and uh hey i'm glad to be back big nick doing the show yeah. with you today life gets busy Listen. we said that before obviously when we did this the first time uh in 2014 right. uh, we all got caught up as well too and uh that happens to us but um, he's back, and uh, obviously that's why we're going to be talking boxing, and then we'll talk uh, his perspective of the NBA playoffs, which uh, uh, would be very intriguing with what, uh, if you guys didn't see the last show with Pat the Designer on, obviously check him out too. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel, Windy City the Breeze. Um, guy's awesome, awesome insight. Uh, we're going to work together a lot more often as well, too. Uh, we'll have him on our shows uh, talking NBA. Uh, he's, like I basically said, if you guys listen to the show, he's the Steve, the, 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 the Stephen A. Smith of Chicago. He <laughs> sounds like him, and, and that's his personality and stuff. So, uh, And I love Stephen A. Smith. He's one of my favorite uh, sports commentators on TV because he, he says the truth in a way. He says it I mean? how he feels. Yeah. Doesn't I, hold back. I, I like guys who go out there and they'll say that stuff. So. Um, check out our previous show, awesome show. Pat the Designer did great. Um, and then obviously you guys can see Louis Pistoleros with his um, Spurs uniform. Yeah, right? speaking of the Spurs, uh, condolences to uh, Popovich, man. Yeah, condolences to news. his wife. Uh, deepest sympathy for his uh, wife. Yeah, I didn't know. For the Greg Popovich family. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know either that his wife was sick. F- and it, it caught me by surprise. Like, whoa, what happened Like all of a sudden? But then I was reading into it. And she's been sick for a while, apparently. Oh. So she's been fighting some kind of um, something with her lungs. And uh, it's just sad that it happened during the playoffs, too. I mean, it's sad it happened, period. Right, right. Um, it, it's it's rough. So I know his mind's not going to be completely in the playoffs either. Um, but it, it, he's, life's got to go on. So uh, I, prayers out to uh, Coach Pop. Coach Pop and his family. Yeah, my opinion, he's one of. The, I think he may be the best coach in current NBA right now. I think so too. Today, I mean, hey, what's your thoughts now that we're talking that? Since we can change subject a little bit because of this um, sadness. Um, what's his name? Uh, they announced that he's not coming back this year. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. What's your thoughts, though, now? There's rumors out there that he wants to get traded and that he's disconnected himself from the team. They said... He, is he cleared? This kind of deja vu from the Derrick Rose. Remember that? In a way. So they're saying what happened, what's, happen- yeah, what's, what's going happening on? is there's periods where he'll leave 
and he, the team, Saint, San Antonio, whoever, they'll go out there to try to reach out to him, and he won't respond to any calls or any texts for like 15 days. And then he'll just out of the blue respond. It's like, man, if you're even if you're injured, one, I thought that players are demanded to at least be at the games, even if you're injured. But I guess if you're not at the games, if you're making millions it of dollars. It depends how injured you are. So. Wouldn't you think you'd, if they're calling you, you'd yeah, at least what, pick up the phone? Right. I don't know. That's a strange situation. So now they're saying that he was he medically cleared by the team. I don't. All I know is the last stuff that came out. They said that he's not. He's going to be out for the season. Right. And that the Spurs were playing it smart because they wanted him to be well. Obviously, I think but. it's whoever's advising him is probably telling him to sit out. Maybe they don't want to reaggravate. What was it in his, his hamstring? I think so. But I mean, here's the thing. So they're saying that he's sort of asking for a trade, okay. but then San Antonio shut that down. And they're like, oh. no, 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 we're not no. trading him. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that pops up during the summer and they trade him. Yeah. that I mean, he's a great player. He's a star player, though. He's not there, though, if you look at him, too. I know he's depressed and he's not really playing, but if you look at him, he's like he's not mentally there. Like he's not. Well, he's a guy player. who never shows a lot of expression on his face. Even when he played, yeah. he's kind of one of those guys who doesn't show his emotions like a LeBron James, which I like, which a sort of, I am. He's very emotional. You know how he's feeling. Kawhi Leonard is one of those quiet guys who doesn't show uh, how he's feeling when he's playing. Yeah. Definitely. Very rarely he shows his emotion, but that is a weird situation. He probably felt that they ain't going to go nowhere uh, fa facing Golden State. And uh, uh, maybe his team advised them like they advised uh, Derrick Rose. Or I don't know what that Derrick Rose is a whole other situation uh, back then. But uh, not to play, not to re-injure himself. And he's just uh, distancing himself, like you said, which is kind of strange. But I well, guess that's what he decided to do. Wild Bill. Ooh, that that's a good one. He's predicting LeBron James. Leonard and Paul George all go to the Lakers. Lakers this offseason. Well, I heard something about him wanting to play in L.A., yeah. Who? Kawhi. I heard oh. something about L.A. And you put him with Ball? Dude, that's sick. That might actually be pretty cool. Um, hey, I, I'm opposed to that. He said the problem is with Stephen A. Smith, he goes, Max Kellerman is a tool. I like Kellerman. Yeah. Well, because we're boxing guys. We've you've seen him during his boxing right, right. things. Yeah. I like Kellerman. Yeah, Kellerman's all right. Yeah. Oh, and the big O's on there, too. Hey, hmm. so we're guaranteeing, we're not going to say how or what, uh, we're guaranteeing Hot Pop will be in studio next week for sure, 100%. He'll be in studio. You guys will want to be here uh, and tune in. Uh, to see this, but he will be here. Cool. Uh, that's all he knows is boxing. I guess, can you blame the guy if they're forcing him to talk with Stephen A. Smith and they're forcing him on the show? I don't know, but I he he's okay. I don't I, I like him either way. Um, in any case, uh, let's start digging into some of the sports topics that we wanted to do to go over before we jump in. So I'm wearing Mr. Floyd's jersey, so uh, I'm uh, excited for the bear season. Uh, mini camp uh, is underway, and they're talking uh, about a ton of stuff going on with um, uh, Trubs, and they're seeing that he looks amazing. Nagy, uh, the head coach, is actually uh, saying tons of great things with him, and there's a lot of feedback coming back that a lot of the players are, are going his way, and they love his leadership. Some of the players are going as far as saying that when – 
when Trubitsky is on the field, he looks like the leader and he acts like a leader and play, players are um, directed towards him naturally because of the way he commands He gives off the that game. leader vibe. Yeah. That's good. That's which great to what, have as a quarterback, which, which is Bears, what you want. Yeah, and we haven't had that in God. I don't even know how many years we haven't had that, but um, that's a great thing. Secondly, what I'm excited about, um, I think it was Hicks and Erlocker uh, predicted uh, a couple weeks ago um, on social media that they believe Floyd will be a pro bowler this year and he will lead the NFL uh, in certain categories. So, uh, And I believe that. If he stays healthy, Floyd's a beast. Maybe sacks. That was Fangio's pick. And I love Fangio, uh, but Fangio knew what he was getting in in Floyd. And I know the stuff coming out when he first got drafted was he's too skinny and he's not strong enough. And 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 he he's a beast right now. So if he didn't get hurt last year, he would have had a great season. Um, and I think we're going to see that again uh, this year. Hopefully, he stays healthy. He's sort of molded after that guy in Tennessee. Remember who got all those sacks? What was he Javon Curse? Yeah, Curse. Yeah, he was sort of after that uh, mold, a tall guy with quick off the ball instincts, long arms, be able to cover a lot, get a lot of sacks. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So then Very we athletic. we have uh, the other stuff coming out of minicamp right now too is Kevin Love looks outstanding, and the chemistry between Trubisky and Love is out. out they said it's outrageous. So. And Nagy keeps throwing a bunch of great stuff out about uh, uh, Kevin White. But um, Kevin White right now is oh. looking amazing. I think I said Kevin Love. Yeah, so you I, threw me. I'm like, like wait, he plays wait a minute. He, he plays, plays NBA and he plays for the Bulls. But he, uh, or Bears. Kevin, See, now you got yeah. me screwing up. Kevin White, uh, they said, is looking great. And, great, um, great. Some of the routes he's running and the cuts he's making, they said, look stunning. Um, I will be headed to minicamp uh, in two weeks. So I'll be out there. Um, I'll probably be tweeting a bunch of stuff out there. Uh, I don't do too much stuff on Facebook because it just takes up too much of the newsfeed stuff. Twitter I like a lot better when you're putting out the little quick one-sentence things and, and sending it out and, and, and capturing the audience you want to. So uh, once we're at minicamp, and obviously we're going to go uh, to summer camp um, when it starts, which is early, July 20th this year. Okay. So we will go to summer camp as well. We'll pull Jackman to go this time. You didn't go with us last year, no, did you? No, I did not. You went the year before, though. I think I went like two years ago, two, three years ago I went. That was the... Was the Tressman? That was the McDonald's Coke incident, right? Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Um, that was like two, three years ago. That was when Tressie was, was here. Too, yeah, that was horrible, dude. That was... Dude, I told you the difference between Tressman and, 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 and Fox. There, like, yeah. There was no organization. <laughs> there was They were just running around on the field. Like, there was no one... To, like... I, there was no direction. Right. And right. then now even Fox, I mean, I know he at least had organization. So I'm hoping Nagy and obviously – He stabilized being, the team a little. They didn't have the best record, but they played harder yeah. for Fox, and he had some more, and, and uh, Fangio helped the defense. So yeah. they got some uh, foundations going a little bit. So they just signed uh, the other day Marlon Brown from the Baltimore uh, Ravens, a wide receiver. So they're, they're bringing in a lot of wide receivers. Are they going to keep them all? I, I don't think so. Uh, we're probably going to see a lot get cut during camp. Um, the, the, the big question – um, Nick, you should run the field and try to sack during. I should, and we're on grass level. Yeah, I'll get kicked out and get thrown in jail for a day, but I can do that, and I'll wear Long's jersey or something. But um, we had uh, um, 
the question I guess that's going to be popping up, and I think it's next Friday, is the draft. Uh, do we draft that O-line offensive lineman from Notre Dame, um, or uh, do we go with Ridley, another wide receiver, or do we go with Edmonds, a linebacker? So, it What is, do you think? I've said this before. I think with the depth and with Robinson now, and and I guess I'm putting a lot of faith in White and what I'm hearing. I I physic. I mean, I'm seeing stuff on social media that they're posting, but I physically have not seen White. Um, if White does good, we'll be okay. But then the other thing that worries me is what if White or Robinson gets injured and goes down, which Robinson was last year, and so was White for the last three Couple, years. Yeah, since his whole career, since he'd been almost. drafted, right? Um. So there's no depth because then what are you going to do? Gabriel is going to be your number one wide receiver. Right. So um, you have no depth right now currently at wide receiver. Offensive line, the reason I wouldn't want to go I, – I understand that our offensive line coaches, the, the old Notre Dame coach, and, and it's his guy and he loves him and, and so on and so forth. And I know offensive linemen make a lot of money too, so drafting a rookie and signing him for cheap and if he succeeds, we're, we're, we're get it's like cornerbacks. Cornerbacks are expensive, but – um, I, there's a lot of offensive linemen out in the market that you can uh, sign as free agents, and we have the money. So I'm thinking offensive linemen, I wouldn't waste that pick. I, truthfully, I would either go – I would not be mad if they ended up going wide receiver, which it looks like would be Ridley. My personal opinion, yes. we let go and, and cut all our linebackers. We can't have – I mean, I love the guy to death, and he's he plays Chicago football, smash mouth, Kwiatkowski. He's a good football player, but he's a backup. We need linebackers, and we need him fast. And Floyd can't do it by himself. So, I mean, my pick would be Edmonds. Uh, that way, at least you've got another young guy with Floyd, um, and you'll have more depth in the linebacker position. I know you're going defense, and some people are like, nah, you can't do that to Trubinsky. He needs weapons. And another guy I heard an argument was, you can't, you need to protect this kid. This kid, you can't put him out there, and then he's going to be getting hit. And if you don't have the offensive lineman yeah. to protect him, the kid's going to be a wash-up. The offensive then- lineman is very important. So, but 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 Chicago, we had uh, linebackers. We've been known for our linebackers, yeah. right? Starting from Dick Buckus, yeah. fifty-one, Single and Samurai Jerry. Mike, yeah. number fifty, and Earl then you Locker. had Erlocker and Briggs. Briggs yeah. was awesome too. One yeah. of the the two best, you know, uh, linebackers in he, their his in their just era. Gets shadowed because a of little, Erlocker. Yeah, it does. But Briggs was very good in his own yeah. right. Yeah. So and Erlocker was, you know, I I, I can Hall see the fame, argument. Right? Yeah, I can see the argument of drafting an uh, an offensive guard to protect Trubinsky. Right. So that. Because right now, if you think about the whole Chicago Bears team, it's nucleus and our future is based off of who? Trubitsky. That's it. So if he goes down or he doesn't win, then we have to redo our whole scheme of what we want to do, and that's going to take another 10 years. So if they do draft this kid from, from Notre Dame, offensive guard, right? I wouldn't be super pissed because I know at least at that time. You know what I didn't realize, though? Howie Long, or not Howie Long. Kyle is sort of old. He's getting older now, yeah. And it, it yeah. seems like yesterday he just when got When he just got on the team, right. Man, time I know, flies. time does go by fast. Because I was reading something, they're like, yeah, he's the oldest player on the Bears on the wow. roster now. And I was like, whoa. On the whole team or just on the offensive line? I think on the whole team. He's one of two. Oh, They're the same oh. age. One of two players on the Bears wow. that are the oldest on there. And I was like, are you kidding me? This kid got and drafted he just like, like three years ago. Or he's over 30. He's probably 30, no, 31. I, I think he's 29 or something. Oh. Maybe even younger. Maybe, yeah. I don't even I, I don't even know. Check it on your phone really quick. All right, I'll check. But um, 
uh, I, I wouldn't be upset if they did go guard. Um, I guess wide receiver, you can step back and say, hey, we've got, we're going to put all our money on white. We're going to uh, hope Robinson doesn't get hurt and, 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 and go from there with it. So I guess you can step back. So maybe you go offensive guard to protect Trubbs or you do the linebacker in Edmonds. So it's going to be very 88, interesting. 88, December 5th. So he's 29. He's going to be 30 yeah. in December of this year. That's sort of old for football nowadays. Hey, how about the 420 stuff? Did you hear that stuff? Yeah. How those guys were, the NFL players, saying that they think uh, 80%. It was on Bleacher Report. NFL or NBA? Uh, anywhere. There's. Uh, oh, I thought it said NBA. Oh, they said everywhere. It was uh, Barnes from the NBA and uh, Al Harrington. Remember him? And Harrington. Then, and then there was a couple NFL players, and they said 80% of the current athletes in in – in professional sports, uh, smoke marijuana. Yeah. I believe it. And, I didn't know it was that high. And Barnes even went far enough to say, hey, even the coaches do it. There's even presidents and vice presidents of teams. He's like, the leaders, the P. One guy said, the guys who suspend us are the ones doing it, and wow. they're suspending us. Yeah, for something they're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, I guess, another question. Um, uh, it's another question I guess you can throw out there too. I know the whole steroid thing's going on and whatever. But anyways, that's the Bears. Um, I wanted to go over the oh, – we got a thumbs up from somebody. So awesome. Oh, wait, we're cool. getting comments here. And oh. – uh, no. Oh, all right. So – oh, Timo's on there. What's up, Timo? Uh, so uh, Bears schedule. I just – I went over it. I've done my deep digging. Sounded like a hard schedule when you were running off some of the teams. Yeah, so why um, did we get? Didn't we have a shitty record last year? I know. I, <laughs> hey. uh, so we're opening up, uh, and I really didn't look at the other ones. I'm just going to tell you, uh, the first game of the season, which is actually awesome and amazing, is going to be against the Packers at Green Bay Sunday night, which is awesome. And Jackman actually brought up a good thing. And he says usually that's the Super Bowl champs that usually I saw so. Night. It's either Sunday or, or is it Thursday night game, the first game of the I year? I think it's Thursday. It might be the Thursday. Yeah, so the, yeah. the Packers. Uh, then we go to Seattle, and it's a Monday night game uh, here and at Seattle home. is always pretty decent. I know they're not one, the team they once were, but they're a physical team. <laughs> and Russell Wilson is. Tim Kerp. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Timo go ahead. Uh, on Facebook Live said, uh, Kanicki, that's what he calls me, uh, Faith in White, question. Um, I don't even have faith in his orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, yeah. I, me, me too, Timo. I mean, um, his track record is. I pray that it works out because if if him and Robinson work out and White ends up being the wide receiver that we thought we were going to get, um, that's pretty solid. I hope it works out for yeah. White too. At that point, then I would be okay with drafting either Nelson or uh, going with Edmonds uh at linebacker so we'll see what happens um but yeah i agree with you dude that's i think well i think he only has one year left anyway so if he gets injured this year it's done the other thing to remember with white though is that he's got to try his hardest to stay healthy because this is his contract year so if he doesn't put up big numbers now he ain't getting a good yeah. contract next year so he's got to play his heart out and stay healthy. i'm sure he doesn't want to get hurt so dude. yeah i mean you know, to be honest with I mean, you if he gets does. hurt again yeah. he may even start thinking retirement yeah, because I mean, every uh, he's what three years, three I, four I years in the three league, years, yeah. injured every year. Right, hasn't played a full season. I don't even think he played more than four games. No, in a season, he gets hurt like in the first game every first season. First couple games. All right. Anyways, back to the schedule. So then we're playing the Seahawks on a Monday night game uh, in at, at Soldier Field. Then we're going to Arizona, 
then Tampa Bay's coming here, then we're going to Miami, then here we're playing the Patriots uh, and the Jets, uh, then we're going to Buffalo, then the Lions and the Vikings at home, which is pretty good, um, then we go back to Detroit and play Detroit, then it's the Giants at New York, then we're playing the Rams, so we're playing, I mean, if you think about this right now, you're playing the Patriots and the Vikings twice. And, and the, the Green Packers and twice. And the Rams. Yeah, and the Packers. Yeah, twice. Um, and then after the Rams, it's the Packers. And then we're going to San Francisco and playing the 49ers. And then we're closing it out with the Vikings. Um, I sat down. I did all my numbers. Obviously, hopefully we can come out with a couple squeakers here and there. Um, and this is obviously with the squeakers coming through. I think we'll end up with a solid 7-9, and nine, which I think is actually pretty decent for Trubinsky's first whole year. Um, and that's still with missing pieces, though. You have to understand. What were they last year? Did they win three games or four games? I think it was four. Four? Might have been four. Um, yes, happy 420 day. That's what we were just talking about, Timo, about um, some of the stuff going out on social media, how some of the professional athletes are saying that 80 85% are uh, athletes smoke marijuana and whatever. But anyways, um, I say seven and nine. Uh, that's what I think they come out through, uh, come out to. Um, and again, that's with missing pieces, like I said. I mean, again, if we go with the offensive guard, our offensive line will be set and our offense will look okay. But uh, again, question mark with White. So then that means in next year's draft, we're probably going to have to go heavy linebackers and heavy uh, wide receivers again. So unless we get something in free agency. So it's going to be very interesting uh, to see yeah. what happens. I, I didn't look at that schedule too good. Uh, uh Maybe I don't think the Bears are going to be better than six and ten this year, yeah. with all the new coaches and uh, it's only Trubinsky's second year. Now keep but in we'll mind, see. I did a couple squeakers in our favor. Okay, like ah, they might pull this one off and stuff. Right. So. I mean, football's got a lot of variables, a lot of injuries. Look, look at uh, Packers last year. Yeah. They didn't make the playoffs, right? Because uh, Aaron Rodgers was hurt. So yep. you know, who would have bet on that? So yeah, Hop Hop will ball you, bail you out from jail if I rush the field. There you go. If you get hurt this year, he is going to be. <laughs> All right. So if he gets hurt, oh, you mean Kevin uh, Kevin White? I got you. Uh, ding ding. Um, oh, speaking of ding ding, I forgot to do uh, Jackman's introduction. How come you didn't remind me, dude? Oh, well, when we talk about it, we're, we're, aren't we going to talk about the NBA first? Well, no, that was uh, Tom Chris always messes it up, and he never like does it right. Oh, come on! You blaming Tom? Even when he's not here, he's here. He's right there. He's right there. You don't see him behind the window over there. The guy always messes up. Um, no, I was gonna do intros for you. I forgot though. Um, we'll do it when we start. To... Did I ever show you your intro? You yeah the, the yeah gonna fly now. The Rocky song. You like that? Yeah, I do. Who? Um. This is a song predominantly played on Rocky One, Rocky Two. Gonna fly now. I like this song. Show, showing them running through the streets of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. It's um, an inspiring movie. NBA. Playoffs. What do you What do you think, my friend? Some surprises. Uh, let's go over. Let's go over each series and see. Uh, all right. I wish we could have called. I should have texted him and asked him if he wanted to jump on. Have, oh, have Pat the designer here with Jackman. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> that would have been nice. Some argument. It would have been Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> that would have been some good, good TV here to watch. 
Um, hold on, let me get these things out. All right, so let's start with the West. So the first one, and that's not a surprise to me. Um, here's just a question, and I guess call me stupid. Um, when did they change it to a four-game set instead of a three? Before, wasn't the first game of the series always three? Yes, it was. When but it's they... been years, dude. Wow. Yeah, maybe 10, I, 15 years. I just noticed it like today. As no, I'm, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. They're playing the best of four or seven? Yeah, I remember in the 90s, it used to be five games, the first. Yeah. But I don't know exactly what. Yeah, more money, more games, oh, more NBA TV, makes more, more money. money out of oh, it. for sure. All right, so the first one is uh, Houston and the Timberwolves. So you um, you say your input of who you think. Right now it's 2-0. So you got the upper okay. leverage half, so you can not you can only you right. can mess I, this up I, 50% of the way. Right. I, I, you know what? Minnesota is a little bit of an underachieving team, in my opinion. I think Minnesota has a lot of talent with uh, Wiggins. Jimmy Bletler, uh, Towns, Taj Gibson. Mm. They they need a little more outside shooting, and they don't play the best as a team. They 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 can with, with Towns he can exploit more sometimes his matchups. Uh, Houston uh, they got Capella there to stop them, and they put uh, Nene once in a while. He's a backup guy. I just think Houston's too strong, and I didn't think this series was going to be very competitive. I would have called it a yeah. five-game series. Uh, I, I just think that Minnesota is a little bit of an underachieving team, that they got more talent than how good they do. I think they, you know, they're just – but they need a little more outside shooting. Today's NBA, we'll talk more about this, uh, outside shooting – Three-point shooting is predominant. That's what teams are doing. It spreads the floor. You see the uh, Cleveland Cavalier. I'm not going to keep rambling on because I know I could. The Cleveland uh, Cavalier, Coach Lou, decided to put more shooters on the floor the yeah. second game. And not only did that help with the three-point shooting, that helped LeBron James maneuver so and get more room to operate. Wild Bill said, Jackman is right. The team is so talented, but they can't get it together with Tibbs. And underachieving is the perfect word for them. Oh so, wow! Um, yeah, we. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> um, I called it four-one. Um, you did? Yeah. I would have called it four-one too. Yeah, so you said four-one, five, one, yeah, five yeah. games. So yeah. yeah, I think so too. And I think right now, I, honestly, and I don't know if you listened to the whole last show. Um, I I picked Houston. I think it's Houston's year. Oh, for the whole thing. Yeah. The, the, Pat, the designer, I think, said it best, and. We'll see. The only thing that will stop Houston is defense. Houston's the type of team that goes out there and says, hey, we're going to score 170 Try points. Try to keep up. You keep up with us. And if you can't, then we're going to win. Right. And, and that's what they're doing. And right now, if they can get a, 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 a team defensively to stop Houston, I think Houston – I mean, do you really think Golden State Warriors have the defense to stop them? they got a pretty good defense. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they can keep up with them. I mean, they can't keep up with that, them offensively. I think that's yeah. going to be the best series. I think for of sure. All the that's going to be like the Houston the finals. State, yeah, that's going to be the finals. State, right. Seven games. That's going to be a whoever war. wins that is going to win the whole thing. How important is Capella on that team right now? Very important. Very important. Capella is very important because he brings some defense. Here's my thing too, and I said this, and I, I'm I'm glad we do podcasts and stuff. Um, I said this. I think it was like four episodes ago. Capella is a free agent. After this year, I want him. I wanted him on Chicago, and I want him still on Chicago. But 
I don't think it's going to happen, and I don't think Houston's going to let him go. No, he's very valuable to the yeah. team. I think he brings put, some defense. If you put Capella in our center and get rid of Lopez, that is huge, man. And he's young. He's young. Man, no, he's only I would like love 20, to have that He's guy. only like 24 years old. Yeah, I'd love to have that guy at center. But he's he's one of the important pieces. All right, so anyways, so Minnesota 4-1. We're going from okay. that. Then you got OKC and the Jazz, which we said out of two series would be one of the best series in uh, the first round of the playoffs. They're 1-1 right now. Uh, we were sort of split on the show okay. last week. So we were two of us said it was going to be OKC because of the age and the ex- experience from the guys. And then the obviously the younger guys then said Jazz because of their youth. And, and Mitchell's a beast. I know he got hurt. I don't know if he's playing. I think he is playing. Yeah, he was, he, he played last game. All right, so he's playing because yeah, I heard playing. rumors that he might not play. But um, that I, I picked – me and Tom Chris picked OKC, and I think uh, – Pat, the designer from Windy City Breeze, and um, uh, Pistoleros picked the Jazz. I'll tell you, you know what? Seven games, we oh, called it. Oh, okay. All oh, seven games, both of you guys? Yeah. So you, you picked OK, okay. OKC 4-3. Okay, I think this game, this series can probably will probably go six or seven games because I think these teams are – you got the old line versus a young line. I personally like the way the Jazz play better. I think they're a more team-oriented play. Uh, they pass the ball more and they play better as a team. Now OKC, they they average, I believe, one of the least assists. They're a ball dominant team. They play a lot of isolation. Uh, you got Melo, who loves the ball in his hands. Westbrook, and who's that other? Th- uh, J- uh, George. So, I they don't really play to me the best as a team. They got they got spurts with Westbrook. I don't, I'm not really sure who's going to win. I can see it either way, but since I like the way the Jazz play, I'll say the Jazz is going to upset them because I think it's a little bit of an upset, but I think it's very close. And as OKC is probably favored, I would think, with the firepower of George. The only thing is you got George, you got uh, Westbrook. Kind of hard to bet against them in this round. I think if they win this round, I don't think OKC is going to go far because I don't think they're another team who I believe underachieves and don't play best as a team, and don't move the ball like they should. But when their shooters get hot, they can they can do damage. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if OKC wins by like six or seven games, but I think it's going to be a tight series. But I'm going to go with the Jazz. I'm going to go with the upstart. I'm going to go with the young team. I like how they play better. I, I think Donovan Mitchell is a beast. Yeah, He's awesome. He's fun to watch. He's I fun like, to watch, he's, most importantly. He's really fun to watch. Yeah. I like Rudy Gobert a lot, too. Yeah. He's a good big man, uh, uh, but they have less firepower, but I think the team plays a little better. So even though my mind says if I really had to bet, I, like like I go back and forth in this, I, I think OKC might squeak it, but I don't think they're going to go far. But let us let me say Jazz, okay? I uh, I think right now Donovan Mitchell, like you said, is the most exciting guy to watch. Yeah, he's, When there's a Jazz game on, I make time to sit down and watch them. He's very fun to watch. That is, I yeah. love the whole team and how the Jazz play. Yeah, they play they play better the whole, as a team. Yeah, they I just, do. That's an awesome they play more game. of a team than OKC. One guy dribbles a ball, he's going to shoot. If I was a coach, yeah. I would be telling my players to watch the Jazz play. Yeah, they play good. Because they, they spread the floor and they play the game picturesque. Yes. It's awesome. But Yeah. All right, so the next game uh, is uh, which I think Pet the Designer said would be one of the best ones in in the uh, first round, but um, is becoming a, a huge surprise to me, Pelicans and Portland. And right now the series, the Pelicans are up 3-0. Right. That is a little surprise to me too. Portland is dominated by their backcourt. Yep. 
with uh, Lillard and uh, who's that McCullough? McCullough yeah. that one day that one game against the Bulls, he scorched the Bulls. He scored like 20, 30 points in yeah. the first C- quarter. CJ McCollum. Yeah, CJ McCollum. He's really good, but. Mm, and, oh. and and Lillard's has been on fire all year. Yeah, Lillard's really hot, and he usually shows up in the playoffs. And but now it's like nothing. Yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, what's it called? Pelicans, right? Yeah. They're they're a strong team, and they Anthony are. Davis is one of the best. Remember last time we were talking about he great players? One, yeah. He's one of the best players, guys. In the league. This guy was a guard in high school, and he grew a spurt. That's why he can handle the ball so well. He was a guard. And uh, he's like a center who can dribble. He can shoot. He's uh, basically unstoppable. Who do they got on uh, Portland to stop they don't. Nourish? They don't really got nobody who can stop, uh, what's his name, Anthony Davis. You got Meritage who's playing well, yeah. who's spreading the floor, who I've always said this on the Bulls. He's a matchup problem. He's a stretch four who brings the players, he brings the other team's big man out, and, and, and he can post a little, and his defense is not horrible. His defense is actually pretty decent, and I've seen him make some defensive plays. Uh, and then you got Rondo, pl- uh, playoff Rondo, you know, who's a smart player who doesn't give a shit on how many points he scores. 20 assists, that's right. all he wants. He just wants to win the game. Was that Nikolai Miritich quoted Rondo as his best teammate he ever played with? Yeah. So I mean that's saying a lot. This guy won the championship in Boston, two thousand eight. People forget about that. They forget about that, people, right? Yeah, he was and, a young Rondo, but he won. Yeah. yeah. And I know he's cocky at times, but people forget the fact that Rondo won an NBA championship. Yeah, he did. And and he he's got the experience in there too. So he's got the experience, and he's a winner. And he's gonna do whatever he can he did to make well the team. When he was in Chicago, and I think we would have won that series if he didn't get hurt. Get hurt, right? We were up two zero on a yep. Boston Celtic team. Yeah, we would have beat them if he didn't get hurt, man. But anyways, what do so you that, think? So that's that's that surprised me. Uh, I don't know who I would have picked for sure. To be honest with you, uh, but now I think three uh, zero. It's hard to bet against yeah. New Orleans, I right? I think it'll be a gentleman sweep. But, I think Portland takes one. Yeah, maybe five games. Yeah, they might yeah, make it five, respectable. Six, maybe six. They might the make most. it respectable and take two. And then, yeah, two at home, possibly. Then, yeah, then they'll do. They'll close. But I think Anthony two. Davis in uh, the matchups. It's too hard to stop this guy. Yep. All right. Then you're going into Golden State, San Antonio. Okay, that, that, that's pretty easy. Right? Yeah, and especially with the unfortunate stuff that happened with Pop now. Right. And I mean, it was Kawhi out, anyways. I yeah. think. I think we probably would have did a sweep. Anyways, I think it's going to go 4 0. Yeah. And that's it, I think. Yeah. And then San Antonio. San, Golden go State sweep. Yeah. They're right. too, they got too much weapons. So then you have Houston. And they play well. Now you have Houston and the Jazz. Oh, you're going to. Let's do the East no, first. Let's finish this so we can see who's going on. Oh, there. okay. This is kind of hard. Houston and Jazz. Okay, Houston. Uh, how many games? Yeah. Six at the most, maybe five. All yeah. right. So but I, I kind of think OKC is going to win, but I don't like OKC too much. The way I, they play. I had OKC. Yeah. I okay. got Houston going, yeah. and beating OKC four games to one. Either way, whoever wins, Houston's going to beat yeah. OKC or Jazz. I have it as a gentleman five, sweep. Five six game. Okay, going four yeah. one. Yeah. Then it's going to be. I had Portland winning. Sorry. Okay. Uh, but I uh, might have picked Portland too. I don't know. It's hard. I thought it was going to go four two Portland, but it ain't happening. Uh, so let's say now Pelicans, which we know it's going to be the Pelicans. Right. Pelicans Most and likely. Golden State. That's going to be a good one too. Yeah. It, to see gonna... how dominant AD could be. Okay. Who? Okay. Golden State. Who and do the they Pelicans. got? They got that uh, that guy who fights all the time. 
the yeah. center. What's yeah. his name? Pachulia? Pachulia. But I, I he don't... can't stop. Who's going to stop uh, AD? Durant? I, I don't know. Are you going to put Durant, Durant on him? You no, can't... I don't think so. Durant He's too physical. Yeah. <laughs> He'll back him up. He'll post yeah. up on Durant. I don't know. That's the thing. You know, Anthony Davis brings matchup problems. And then Nik- Nikolai Miritich, I'm telling you, he's he's under he's a little bit of an underrated player. If you take the eyes off he's of him. He's a starter he can, now. Yeah, he can yeah. light out. He can, yeah. So who do you think in that series? Well, I wouldn't bet against Golden State, but I think New Orleans uh, can give them some problems. And I like their coach, too. I like uh, the guy who used to coach the Suns. What's yeah. his name? I forgot. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. Bill will probably drop a line and tell us who it is. Fuck. Um, I hate that. So you're thinking- He's the coach of Suns, and he took the Suns to the conference finals in like 10, 2010. Uh, he took the Suns to the con- when they had Grant Hill. See, I remember all that, but I don't remember his name. That's I why can we have- picture See, where's Tom Chris, man? He's sitting back there sleeping in the booth instead of looking stuff up. Yeah. What's, what's his name? He's a good coach. He's getting the team motivated, and they're playing well together. And Rondo's a coach on the floor, dude. He is, and yeah. he is. Davis? Gentry. Oh, Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry. Elvin, Elvin Gentry. Yep. Yeah. No, they're, they're, I think they can give anybody problems. I really do. I wouldn't bet against Golden State, but I think uh, the Pelicans can give them some problems. Maybe stretch it out uh, six games, Yeah, wild, five, six games. Well, Bill got it. He knew. Told you yeah, he Bill knows. All right, so Golden State uh, to advance, I think so too. Uh, then I think this is the true legit finals game, uh, Rockets versus Golden State. That's going to be a war. I think you're going to have, and Harden keeps his composure. You know what I mean? Right. He's been playing well since, uh, during this playoff season. I have a feeling Harden's going to try to get into these guys' heads so he can get Durant to get teed off and and out. And um, I don't. I I think this is going to be a rough game. I think you're going to see some again. Who's going to guard Capella? Yeah, you know what I mean. So this is gonna. But he's not an offensive juggernaut. No, but like Anthony Davis is. Yeah, I agree. Wild Bill, Golden State versus Houston, bloodbath. Whoever wins yeah. this wins. Is gonna win the final, right? Um, this is gonna be your final. I guys. personally think it's gonna go seven games, and I think this is Houston's year. So okay, I think they're gonna they're gonna do that. And again, you don't know what's gonna happen. I know they're saying Curry's gonna come back. But Curry's some gonna of these come guys back. Beat up too. Yeah, Curry's gonna come back. Yeah, he may not. He, and I think they're. I think he can play, but they're resting him for the simple fact that they know, hey, they got it under control, and we need him because when we go play against either the Pelicans or we go against the Rockets, we need we need him healthy. We need all of them healthy, actually. Uh, Wild Bill saying Houston in six. Okay, I I think Golden State's gonna win. But it's seven or six. That's not out there. That's solid. Yeah, I, mean, I think I can, Golden State's. Gonna I would win. not be surprised if Golden State wins. I just I'm rooting for Houston. I think probably six, six, possibly seven. I yeah. think seven, man. Yeah. I think the NBA is going to try to tell them to get this all the way so they can make more money. But that is going to be your finals. Whoever wins that. Yep. Yeah. All right. So then let's go now into the West. But I think you know what? If Houston's got a chance, this is their year to it shine. Is. Yep. To, to, I mean, not a chance, but a, a real good shot of being champions. This is their year. This so if they want to do it, they got to do it this year. They got Paul, they got uh, Harden, and they got uh, they got some other good players. So I don't know. I still think Golden State's going to be hard to knock off. All right. Okay. Um, Toronto and Washington. Okay. Uh, so Raptors are up 2-0 now. Yeah. Washington, to me, is a team. That's a, a little bit of an underachiever. Yeah. I think they can they can do better, and they're not. But because that's because those guys are their teams fighting with each other. 
Oh, they got in fighting. They're, they have a, a, a like video of um, of their guys fighting. Mushes or Jackman is the best. Wow, wow! I, I didn't know Tom Christie had time. He's a fan. Your, yeah, he's behind the thing, and he's over here in the chat rooms. Maybe you can run the chat room. We love you, us, Tom. Dude. <laughs> Jesus, hey, Hop Hop's going to be live in studio uh, next week, Chris. So get get everything ready. He needs Zevian water chilled and everything. Um, but yeah, no, they were going at it. It wasn't Beal. Beal was actually looking embarrassed that there were people fighting. Oh. And it was uh, Gortat and what's his name? Not Wall. Yeah. Wall? Yeah, it was Gortat and Wall going at it. And they said, from what I'm hearing, that the two of them always go at it in practices and in, in camps and stuff. Why? They, 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 they're, they're the same. Uh, they're starters. They're on the same team. They wouldn't play against each other. They don't even guard each other. I I don't it's know. It's weird. Yeah. So anyways, I I, I think that team is. Uh, I think the Raptors are play better as a team, and they're too good. And uh, I think Washington's got another team with talent that will not get to their full potential. They got one of the best backcourt teams duel in the whole league. Yeah. Who's the best court? You got Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, right? Yeah. Probably number one and two. I mean, number one. You know. And then who else you got? You got Wall and Beal. They're up there. And you got McCullough and Dillard. Lillard. Lillard. Lillard, yeah. Those are probably that just come off the top of my head, the top three uh, point guard and guard duel. I mean, is there? No. And they're saying actually at the end of the season that they're potentially – uh, oh, the Rose and Lowry, Lowry yeah. they're pretty good too. Yeah, but Lowry doesn't come through so much. No, in the he's he, he's kind of spotty at times. Yeah, so that's the only thing. With but him. they are a pretty good uh, duel too. I gotta say, um, yeah, good one, Bill. So uh, I they, and they're saying that they're gonna either trade. Oh, Harden Paul. Yeah, that's true. I didn't I didn't think of them because they're so new. But you're right, Harden Paul. Uh, they're saying Beal or Wall are probably gonna get traded too. One of them Paul. at the end of the season. Be on wall? Yeah, one of the two. And it looks like they're probably going to get the most for wall. So it looks like wall might be out. Wall's, to me, wall's one of the Best, funnest, yeah. play, funnest players to watch also. He's one of the fastest players up and down the court. He's really explosive. I like walking, uh, watching a wall, John Wall a lot. He's really exciting. Lowry shits the bed in the playoffs. Yeah, he sure he, does. Yeah. All right, so what, what's your pick? Toronto, obviously, but yeah. how many games? Gentleman sweep? Or yeah, I don't. I think this might the be most a clean six. Sweep. The most, uh, the, I think five, probably most yeah. six. six. I, I think said, Washington's going to win a little bit. I uh, said win. five, but I think after seeing what they're doing and they're fighting with each other, I think Toronto's sleep. But Washington's probably going to win a little bit at home, you know. All right, next one, which I'm rooting for, Indy, uh, Cleveland versus Indiana. Yes. I, I had it, Cleveland going clean sweep. Oh, you did. Yeah, and uh, series is one one right now, and I think they play tonight. Yeah, I think so. You know what? Indiana Indiana team with uh, Stevenson gives LeBron James teams problems. Yeah. Even against the Heat, yep. the Pacers were up 3-1 that one year when, uh, he, when the Heat he won. He always does those Dennis Rodman games he with does. them. He does. So he can mess with them, and it's funny. He, you know what? He's a physical player. He's uh, almost as big as LeBron, and he's you know nobody's athletic as LeBron, but he's pretty athletic where you can kind of guard him fairly decent and he yeah. gets physical and he plays those mind games with some I don't really think it rattles a player like LeBron but he's I respect Lance Stevenson he's a player who put it all on the line I think Cleveland will probably win this one but I think this game this series can go uh, six seven games Olin Depot's lights out 
He's, he is. He, you know what? I always liked Olin Depot when he was in Orlando even, yeah. but he's really at another level now. Yeah, I, and I hope he continues, man. Me that, too. That I like the kid. Fire. I like the kid. So what are you thinking? Six games? It couldn't even go seven. Believe me. Uh, Indiana Ooh, will push so him. I think he's, he's going to pull seven games. Uh, Indiana will push him. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I think uh, – yeah, I think it'll go about six. I think yeah. it'll go six. Four-two, I think Cleveland comes out. Cleveland doesn't seem but, to but be I'm the juggernaut the that Pacers. they once were. Yeah, yeah, me too. I would like to see the – Pacers win. Uh, All right. Uh, Philly in Miami, and Philly is up uh, 2-1. I was actually shocked Miami won the first one. I'm actually a big fan of Philly. I've been watching them uh, a lot this year. They're another exciting team. They're a very exciting team. Like the Jazz. Yes, like the Jazz, and they're well-coached, and they got a lot of talent, and they use their talent pretty well. Yes. Yeah, and uh, they got a little mix of young and old, right? They got J.J. Redick, who's a solid veteran, they got uh, what's that big guy's name? The one with the mask. Embiid is Embiid. awesome. He's awesome. He's he you know he's coming back. He just it was his first game, uh, the last game. So he's gonna they work him up slowly. But how about Ben Simmons? Yeah, LeBron. Does he remind you of LeBron? He does. I, I personally think right now what's gonna happen is uh, I think it's between Philly and Toronto um, for the West. I'm rooting for Please. Philly, yeah. and the way Philly's playing looks like Philly might go. Philly is so very, we might see a Houston Philly. And how about Sarich? Yeah. How about Sarich? He's a big man who can shoot the three. Yeah, he he's a very skilled player. When Embiid was out for a lot of those games, Sarich is a very good player. Also, they got a lot of good teams. They're uh, I mean a lot of good players on that team. They're well coached, uh, and they're a very fun team to watch. When Philly's on, I'm watching them. So do I think you, Philly's gonna win. How many? What? You think Miami won? The, the Maybe Miami might squeak out another one. Maybe six games the most. Five, six games. That's uh, it. Yeah, I think five. No, no way it. seven. Five, six games Philly. All right, so for the biggest disappointment, uh, surprise-wise, well, two, right. Boston's really surprising me with these kids that are playing. Um, and Milwaukee's surprising me at the fact that they're playing playing. so bad. Right. So um, I had I had Milwaukee going pretty deep. You know, Milwaukee's a very talented team. If you look them on paper, I think they they're got better lot. than the, the the Timberwolves, like you guys are saying, underachievers. Yeah, I, yeah. This is like it's embarrassing. These guys should be conference finals, Milwaukee. Well, you got Giannis Ekapunto, one of the best. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to you I butchered, butchered his last name. Just say Giannis. Giannis. Giannis I was able a, to pronounce it before better. And it's a Hutakumbo, whatever. It's uh, not even worth saying it. But uh, he's or, he's one of the Greek best freak. He's like the top five, I would think. Player. Yeah, in the NBA. Here's the thing with Yanni um, that is a little concerning. Do you really think his future is in Milwaukee? Why, you think he's going to go to a bigger market? Jackman is not allowed to say his name anymore. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. It was though. that bad, yeah. Um, I Yeah, I just don't think – I know they signed him to that $100 million contract. I just don't see his future there, man. As an athlete and the talent he has, I, I really think he should. I think he should have left elsewhere. I know he was trying to be loyal, but I think he needs to go to a bigger market team. I don't know. They got a lot of young, good players on that team. You got Middleton, uh, Brogdon. Uh, yeah, they got a young core. They're not really playing well Brogdon's, together. He's, he's shit in the bed too. Well. Uh, I mean, you, now you got Jabari Parker acting like Jabari, a baby. Jabari Parker is also a good player. Yeah, They're just but, not playing well yeah, right now. Middleton's not doing fantastic. 
I mean, they got, got a lot of links on Bledsoe him. too. Like this Bledsoe's whole team. a little, yeah, he's and a I little know part erratic. Of it is the coach because I guess kid left in the middle of the season, um, and so on and so forth. But regardless, I I really think that this team could be conference final team, but they're not, and they're if, they're also not playing yeah, to their potential. I think if Yanni, uh, Yanni left and went to a bigger market team, if he demanded a trade, um, it, it, I think it would be better for his career uh, as well. Like I, I don't think it would happen. I mean, Yanni to the Lakers, shit. You know, I mean, yeah. Even I well, mean, any big city team is going to yeah, get more attention. But people don't want to go to New York because they're just in. It's a cluster fucking New York. So the Knicks, everyone's trying to stay away from until I guess they figure out what's going on with the owners and stuff. Hey, what's going on in Chicago? Yeah, right. I know you got Markin in, but hey, if you're getting rid of Lopez, why don't you just throw Markin in at the center position and then put Yanni at power forward? Yeah, right. Portis I'm coming sure. off the bench. Hey, hey, Big Nick, they're gonna make room for a star player like Giannis. I mean, if I, I would really, and I would not be surprised if this happens. Um, and I think if it does, it's gonna start happening next year. I think next year, if they start not winning, I guarantee you, you'll start hearing rumors of Yanni being frustrated and asking to be traded. And he might they might pull the trigger on him. You never know. Yeah. But for this series, uh, Boston's looking great. They are. They got that young guy Brown is yeah. playing lights out. They're up two zero. And they I got think a lot of young guys. Eye. Yeah, they got a lot of young guys. Brown. So do you think how, Milwaukee pulls this out or no? No, no, they're in trouble. I think uh, I think Milwaukee, talent wise, they're more talented than Boston. But Boston's playing better as a team. They're really well coached. Brad Stevens is a great coach. Uh, everyone knows their role. They're a very unselfish team, and they pass the ball well. He's a great coach too. He's man. a great coach, Brad yeah. Stevens. Man, I mean, just think, man, a young guy college. like that, dude. He's like younger than us. Yeah, but he was a college coach what three, four years oh, ago. Oh, he was. And and oh like, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, and look at him now. Like he's a great coach on there. He's I, got the team playing discipline. Yeah, I still have faith in Milwaukee. I think it goes. They're seven. more. They're more talented. So you think Milwaukee's going to win? Yeah, I mean it's two zero. They're going back to Milwaukee now. You know what I mean? So they just right. lost the two at Boston. Yeah, right, right. A lot of if times, if they go back and they win two there, then they just have to take one more at Boston and then win at home it can potentially happen i still have faith it'll put a big chip on yanni's shoulder if he does this well he you know literally will take milwaukee on his back and carry he's him. gonna have to do that yeah and some of the other guys are gonna have to play better too you got snellcat who's not hitting the threes oh that guy's garbage he's right not now hitting the threes they all. got him there for the spreading the floor that's that's one thing that milwaukee does not have Great outside shooters. Yeah, I know. And, and, and you could kind of, like, bind the team up when you don't have that because the defensive guys can kind of cover the middle and the floor's not so spread. Yeah. So you're seeing with some of these teams without the three-point shot, it's kind of hindering them in the playoffs like Milwaukee. That outside them. shot is killer nowadays. It spreads the floor. It's, it's not only a three. It gets the other guys in the middle more room to operate. Yeah. And uh, Wild Bill, I need them to win. I have tickets for game six in Milwaukee. Oh, cool. He'll be our correspondent there. Cool. All right. So I then, think Boston's probably going to win that series, but I think Milwaukee's going to, you know, on pay, before the series, games. I would have probably picked, to be honest with you, I probably would have leaned towards Milwaukee because yeah, I think they're I more more talented before. But after watching these two games, I think Milwaukee's in trouble. They could still turn it around, like you said, because they're, they're, they can just win these two and then it's a tie series. Uh, but the way Boston's playing right now, I'll go Boston maybe a, a seven games, let's say, because I think it's going to be – Milwaukee's going to yeah. improve. They're just not playing well right now. All right, so then on the bottom, uh, Philadelphia-Boston. Uh, I think Philly's going to win. Me too. Um, 
what do you got it at? Uh, if six games. Yeah, I think even if even if it's Boston or Milwaukee, I think, I think Philly's it goes four two. Yeah. Philly four two. Yeah. Um, Toronto and Cleveland. Toronto's a team who never really plays well in the playoff, guys. Yeah. That, but, that's what I say, and people right. are like, "Dude, you can't count DeRozan and these guys out. They're on fire." I'm like, "I know, but Dude, they never they show don't up. Show up. They don't show up in the playoffs." I have Cleveland. Hmm. I got them six games, four two. That's a good game too, though. Fuck, I don't really know. But I really think DeRozan and Lowry are not going to show up again. I just think that every year these guys have good years. Toronto, you hit the playoffs and they won't make it. So um, I, I don't know. They, yeah, DeRozan's on fire. Wild Bill, 100% right about Toronto. I just can't put my money on them. And then I, I don't care what they say about LeBron. I mean, I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm actually a LeBron hater. I can't stand the guy. No, but I like LeBron. His, his, I like LeBron. The play, he's got a new team with young guys. But LeBron is that damn good where he can take that team, put him on his back, back and, and, and say, and guys, let's go. strap on. You're coming for a ride, and let's I'm go. running it. Yep. And, and LeBron can do that, and he can, I think, beat Toronto. So I'm saying Cleveland. You're saying Cleveland, huh? Then it's going to be my favorite. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't pick a team yet. Oh, come on! Fuck, you gotta I pick don't, one. I don't know, man. Okay, go later, and then I'll pick one. I don't know this series. Well, you can't really go later because then I have Cleveland, Philly, which is intriguing because there are rumors of Philadelphia being another landing spot for LeBron, for LeBron. James. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine LeBron going to that team? I think they got enough good players. No, really? I know, but yeah. can you? If if LeBron takes that that role of hey I'm not going to score thirty anymore and I'm coming here to get more assists but and, but you got Ben Simmons doing that well I know but he then you got another guy and then you got another threat if he can take that role yeah dude Philly I think it would be Philly Golden State every year but really I think Philly should just keep their core and and develop their core you got Embiid you got Ben uh, Ben Simmons yeah. You got Fultz too, who really hasn't played. Oh yeah, he's he's. You I know. mean, he's got issues, but I mean, still, you know, he might hit his capacity. All right, so anyways. Okay, I'll I'll pick la- the the lazy man's way is just to pick Cleveland and okay. then Cleveland against Philly, probably Cleveland. But I'm not. I don't. The Cleveland team doesn't really impress me. It I wouldn't be either. surprised if Indiana even beats them. Really, I, you know, I, I called that game seven series at Cleveland. The, what impresses me is LeBron James. The rest of the team is it doesn't um, no. No. So you're saying then Cleveland, and then it'll be Cleveland Golden State for you, right? And Golden State will win, and then Golden State will but, win. Yeah, but Philly can—I don't know—Philly can maybe beat Cleveland too. And I had Philly it, can maybe beat Cleveland. I had Cleveland and Philly, uh, and then I had—I'm uh, going to go Philly beating Cleveland. Oh, are you? And then I'm going to yeah. go Houston Philly, and then I'm going to have Houston beating Philly. It's Houston's year, I think. I said it last time too, Houston. I'm, I'm calling it again. Houston's here. It's the uh, we're scoring 170. Come catch us if you can, and that's it. And it's going to be once they pass Golden State, then it's going to be easy from there. I mean, Philly can if Cleveland gets past Toronto, because I know Toronto has not played well in the playoffs. But you know what? This may be their breakout year. Who? Toronto? Toronto, it could, and that's the other. That thing. That wouldn't surprise me if yeah. Toronto uh, beats. If Toronto Cleveland. beats that, I think Toronto could beat Philly. Yeah. So I, then that way you'll have, sorry, you'll more, have a Houston Toronto. They're like a team who's been there. They've been losing, but they're more a veteran team. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, bet against. Well, it's, it's fucking hard to say. Hey, Houston, you have, now that I'm thinking about it, if they win the NBA, 
Um, Houston won the World Series. If they win the NBA, well, their NFL teams are not good. No. But no. Whatever. Anyways, you know right. when the last time Houston won, right? Who the uh, Rockets? Uh, yeah. Hold on, Akeem Elijah won two years. Right. Yep. yep, two years in a row, 94-95. That was when the Jordan set out. Yeah. Hey, you know he does uh, camps, training camps? Oh, for the centers, yeah, right? Yeah, dream, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was one, He's dude, he was one of my favorite top, centers. Top centers. Yeah, I think top we did centers. a show. We, we did a show, right. Yeah, we should do another one coming up again. <laughs> uh, you know what? That was a fun show. Yeah, doing top just NBA like top, players. top five yes. of each position. I still, I listened to that show the other day, and I, I thought it was a great show. <laughs> I did. Not the whole I thing, but I listened to part of it. I think we should do that the next CSCR. Okay. We'll do it on one, on one of uh, our next one of episodes. Them, yeah. All right. So it took some time to do that show, I remember. Um, other than that, um, all I really got is obviously you got baseball. So baseball, um, Cubs-wise, they're there. Uh, White Sox, it's a mess. Uh, they did do some exchanges where they shipped out Saladino. Uh, they got Thompson back. Uh, just a mess. Uh, their pitching's horrible. Uh, they can't really hit. Um, it's a lot of the young guys. Uh, Renteria is just like there. The whole team's just in the depressed debacle. Uh, I guess at this point, uh, the way I see it is Renteria is not your guy. I know he's the filler guy right now that's going to be there until we finally get these younger guys up. They get at least a year of experience in there. Then they'll bring in a head coach that will, uh, uh, I guess, start running things or try to run things. But uh, right now ain't looking good. So um, I take scores of all the games. I remember I was texting Jackman too. Um, it's just brutal as I'm watching the games, and uh, it's pretty uh, pretty shocking and stuff. But regardless, that's it for sports. So we're going to dive into boxing uh, now so that, that way Jackman's love Which is also a sport. of boxing. I love the NBA too, my friend. Yeah, NBA, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're good with NBA. Yeah, I like NBA too. But you're more of a boxing guy. And we have all right. So what are we going to start this with? You want to start it with the Canelo? No, I want to build up to the Canelo. I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name too. Royalta Murda. Oh, oh my God. The Japanese fighter. Now they fought in Japan. This was on last week. Teddy was calling this fight, dude. Yeah, and you always put on your Twitter, and I got to teach you the Twitter stuff to do. Yeah, um, I got to go attend your class. Uh, I'll do it today after this. Um, but, yeah, you do that on Twitter all the time. I always see it. You're like, why isn't Teddy on ESPN? Yeah, guys. So bring what's the, the deal, though? Why, did, why wasn't he on before? Why wasn't he on? There's yeah. a couple reasons. I, I guess because Teddy tells the truth, and sometimes the truth hurts. He talks about the corruption of boxing. He talks about the unjust decisions. He talks about a lot of things that uh, they don't want to talk about boxing, you know, about home cooking, about favorites. About, so that's why you think they took him off of ESPN. Yeah. He's too. He's he's like you were talking about Steve Smith, who says what he feels the truth. That's Teddy. But I love Teddy. He's one of the best analysts I know. He says what he thinks. He says what he feels on the air. He's uh, He tells you what's going on in the ring. And a lot of times he predicts what's going to happen before it happens. Uh, you know, Teddy's one of my favorite uh, analysis of watching boxer color analysis and boxing when they started Friday Night Fights in 98. I, I watched Friday Night Fights when it started all the way until it ended. And I was sad when it ended. I looked forward to watching Teddy Atlas in uh, Friday Night Fights. And uh, Joe Tessitore, who's also very good. Bob Papa was with Teddy before that. So anyways, Teddy was calling this fight. They were in Japan. They played it on Sunday morning. The fight took place uh, Saturday night in Japan. Uh, hey, hold on. Before you keep going, yeah. have you ever looked into or researched why they pulled it, Teddy? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. 
because I'm looking at it right here. What does it say? What does it say about the Manny? It's not just about the Manny when he was when he told Jeff Horn you lost right in front of him. No, it says according to two individuals familiar with Atlas's situation, but unauthorized to speak publicly on the matter, the decision to remove him from live broadcast was was based on his comments in two ESPN top ranked cards this year. Top ranked agreed to a lucrative four year deal this year. With him, production, uh, it was uh, fighters included Terrence Crawford, Lomachenko. Um, oh, Manny uh, Pacquiao was upset. His upset loss to Jeff Horn. Um, oh, yeah, so it's basically his comments. Yeah, I, listening yeah. to Teddy, too, every time I did listen to him. Yes. Um, he does speak his mind, and I remember a couple of times I was watching some of the fights, and right when it was done, like it was, I think it was like a, a, a split decision or, or a decision draw, and he was like, oh, that is uncalled for. They're like, and, and it's like right after, and he's speaking his mind. Right. He's like, how can the judges make that decision? And he's like, that's not right for boxing. And he started hinting in a way that it was fixed. Right, yeah. And it was just like, right. whoa. Right, right. I, I, yeah, you know, Teddy was a great guy. He is, he is a, a great guy. guy. Yeah, um, I would love to hear him. But but he he was doing this. He was doing this call. Uh, it was on ESPN two. It was on Sunday morning. And uh, Murda, he's a he won the gold medal at 160 pounds in 2012 Olympic. Now the Japanese fighters, a lot of the Japanese fighters, I watch them. The Asians, uh, they block a lot and they come forward and they're aggressive. And that's how this guy is. He comes forward. He was. Uh, fighting a guy who usually fought, fought at 154. He was an Italian guy, uh, and he stopped him in the eighth round. Teddy called it. Teddy said he's going to wear him down and stop him in six. Well, Teddy was close because he almost stopped him in six because the guy was hurt in the six, but he survived two more rounds into the eight. So this guy is someone he's ranked, I believe, number seven on the Transcontinental. Murata. Uh, Murata, yeah. On the boxing record, he's ranked uh, number seven. He's good. I don't know if he can beat. I don't think he can beat the elite fighters because he's kind of easy to hit. He's kind of stationary. They they block a lot, but he punches good. He has a nice straight right hand, and he's someone who's a big draw in Japan. Bob Aram was there in Japan mm. promoting this guy. So you know. So Bobby is his promoter. Like a, I believe a co-promoter, or I don't know if he's he is promoting him. I, he might have some uh, interest tied in with Japan too. This guy, but uh, Bob Aram was yeah he has something to do with him. He was there in the ring. Yeah. So this guy, I guess, sells out in Japan. He's on billboards in Japan. That's how big this guy is. Well, wrestling's huge in Japan. So I mean, you're gonna you can get a draw for him in Japan if you you put a boxer like that out there and he starts hitting the top. Right. He's 160. Like I said, I believe he's number seven ranking at 160 pounds. So he's 32 years old. So his clock is ticking. So we'll see more of this guy. Uh, I want to talk a little bit. Laura? Yeah, Her? Laura Hurd. All right, so I didn't see the fight. I know you saw it. I seen it. I'm a big fan, as you guys know, of the Cuban oh, style. by the way, yes. um, now that I'm – did you you have the fire stick at home or no? No. How do you watch all these fights? I uh, I got HBO and Showtime, and then I – So you pay for it? I pay for it. Oh, my God, you got to get the fire stick. I'm not even promoting them or trying to. You can watch all the fights. Like, you can go back now and look at it. It's all legal. It's just streamed. Oh. It's not illegal. You can get the fire stick on Amazon or eBay. It's all legal stuff. So you can get the fire stick, plug it in. You don't even have to pay for HBO and Showtime, and you can watch them. And they actually put in live streams sometimes as well, too. So you can watch them live or watch them re-recorded. But okay. Anyways, I'll, I'm going to end up watching the herd, uh, Laura. Yeah, watch that fight. It's a two different styles. You got Israeli Laura, 
154 pounds, Cuban style, very slick, very crafty, southpaw against Jared Hurd, who looks like a super middleweight. And Jared Hurd, he's a young guy. He kept coming in, coming in, coming in. It was a very close fight. I didn't actually score it when I watched it. I, I prefer Laura's style better because he's more of a sharper puncher. But uh, Hurd was walking through these punches, and Hurd kept coming in. He knocked him down, I believe, in the 11th round. It went to the decision, and they gave Hurd, I think, a split decision. It was a very close decision. So you think they're going to go another one? I don't know that about close. that. I don't know about that because I think Hurd would probably beat him um, again in a decision. I think Laura. But I don't know if Laura lost that fight. It was a very close fight. I would have to score it. It was a very close fight. That's Teddy Atlas calling. <laughs> thanking us for all his uh, good words we gave him. Yeah, no, T Teddy's great. <laughs> I wish uh, they put him back mainstream to do some of these fights. Uh, well, do you think it's a one and done? No, he was. He was. I don't know. He was uh, out for many multiple big fights. He was not calling. They, he called this one ESPN two, and he even said, "I'm glad to be calling a fight." Hopefully, he uh, starts calling them some more. I don't know. Yeah. But any, anyways, at one fifty four, I want to. I want to go over some of the rankings here on the trends. Uh, continental uh, transnational boxing rankings. I want to go over some of these 154 rankings, which they got, which is a, a pretty good uh, judge to go by. Uh, let me just write, write this all right quick. Okay, you got Jared Hurd rated number one now because mm, of that victory, of right? He's on Lara. Yeah, he's undefeated and he stops a lot of guys. He's 22 and all with 15 KOs, and he's extremely big for 154. He can easily be fighting at 160. He's Big, tall, and a big guy. Uh, Jamal Charlo, uh, he's 30-0. Okay, 15 knockouts. Uh, you got Israeli Laura. He's number three. He's still up there. He's very good. You got Demetrius Andre. And then uh, Julian Williams is pretty good too. And you got uh, Massey Suzaki. He's going to fight uh, Jacobs. He's here and uh, he's going to fight at 160, but he's also on uh, 154. So they're up there. You know, those are the guys who are up there. Uh in the top 154 weight class. So I don't think they're going to do a rematch. I don't know if Laura should fight this guy again. He's a big, young, strong guy. Laura's in his 30s. Jared Hurd is in his 20s. He's a guy who brings a lot of heat and a lot of pressure. Uh, maybe they're talking about uh, Hurd and Charlo. That would be an interesting fight. They're both young guys, and that would be a interesting and fun fight to watch there. So I would watch that fight. It was a very close fight. I would have to score it to see. Uh, I think Laura was winning the earlier rounds, definitely, but Hurt started coming on late, which he usually does with his pressure. He's like a big, giant Chavez, he, uh, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. He's a senior. He applies a lot of pressure. He breaks you down. He goes to the body, and he just keeps coming in. He'll take one to give three. I mean, or take three to give one. He doesn't care. He keeps coming in, and he wears people down with his size and punching power and uh, relentless. Um. All right, what's the Broner? We can talk about Broner. Broner is April 21st. Now, I think this is going to be a very uh, good fight. Okay, you got Adrian Broner, who switched trainers now. He's got Kevin Ken, uh, Cunningham as the lead trainer. He's the one uh, who trains uh, Devin Alexander. He's a police officer, uh, and he wants to bring uh, – he said that you know he's going to bring more uh, discipline and uh, get Broner to train more because, as you know, Bro Broner is very talented, right? But he sometimes doesn't throw as many punches as he needs to do. He, he he lost several close decisions, right, against Mikey Garcia. He wasn't busy enough. 
and against uh, who else did he lose to? He lost three fights. He uh, Madonna kind of beat him down. Although he hurt Madonna in the 11th and 12th round, and then he lost to Sean Porter, who he also dropped in the later round. So Broner is very talented. He just uh, came up a little short. Uh, I think Vargas is going to be a tough task for him. Nick, he's a 144 pounder. He fought Pacquiao. He lost a decision to Pacquiao, and he lost to Tim Timothy Bradley. Vargas, which is his only losses. Now, this fight's going to be at a 144 catch weight. Uh, so you're calling Broner, you think? I go back and forth. Vargas is a slight favorite. I'm going Broner. Broner, I think, is more talented. I'm just thinking, and again, I I, I think everything's a work. And for oh, come on, the man. publicity that Broner brings in and, and the money he can bring in, uh, I think it's best if you go the Broner direction because then you can build a Broner's more of a draw, him. yeah. That's why. He's more of a draw. And, and that's uh, that's all it is. And that's why I, I know Teddy Atlas is pissed because Teddy, and I'm saying it the same way, he's upset that people are winning, that boxing is pushing because they, they put butts in seats right. versus talent. And they're not letting it go if it does go a decision. They're not voting for the guy who talently won the fight. They're going with the guy who who gives them money and draws. And the reality of it, it's a business. So yeah, money um, talks and bullshit walks. It's same thing, like in the same direction. You look at stuff like this. If it goes decision, unless unless this Vargas knocks him out, or or decisively. I think this fight... I wouldn't even see that either. We've seen I, fights I, before where the other guy yeah. completely beat his ass, and one of them was the Canelo Triple G, and then they, they call it a draw. So Right. Uh, it, I don't know how decisive... I mean, I know Teddy went crazy on that one. I don't know how decisively that was because Canelo did land the harder shots, but there was few, fewer landed from Canelo than from Triple G. Yeah. And some of that stuff, too, is also done because of politics of who's their promoter and all. That's why that stuff has to get out. It has to be one boxing federation, not 15 of them. And it's one council, one president, and that boxing council should be paying the boxers, not the promoters, off of the purses. Right. The purses should be going to the boxing council. So it's just like the NBA. The NBA has the Chicago Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks. When they play the game, obviously the Bulls make the money and stuff, but a percentage of all that goes to the NBA. And those boxers work for that team. Right, but even, you know what, even in in those kind of sports, there is some bias for the New York, for the Chicago, oh, for the L.A. to be good, right? Every, they, everything's they, fixed. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not saying that, but uh, there is some bias for the bigger city market to be better. Because you make more more money. Right, because they draw more. So, But I know what you're saying. If you had that, it would be less bias, like for the promoters and this and that. It would be more. uh, I'm thinking Broner. I think it's going to go a decision. It's not going to hurt Vargas if he loses either. Depends how he loses. Yeah, uh, it yeah, does. Yeah. I think it's going to... You know, Vargas is a lot bigger than Broner as far as height. Yeah, He's 5'10", 5'11". If, if, if he keeps it close, he, it doesn't hurt him even if he loses. Right. Not really. Not really. Vargas is the slight favorite now. I'm not sure. I go back and forth. I think it's going to go to the decisions, though. I don't think anyone's going to get knocked out. Broner says he's committed. And Broner, if, if you've seen his press conference, look it up. He went. Broner went off on his press conference, guys. He went off on Vargas and Ellerby, the guy who uh, yeah. promotions with Mayweather. Yeah. So check that out. I, bro- I don't know. 
if Broner can put it together, I think Broner may win. But uh, I, I can see Vargas edging out a decision. To believe it or not, Vargas is is pretty good. All right. I'm not sure who's gonna win, though. It's gonna be a decision. I don't think anyone's gonna knock anyone out. All right. So then. You, oh, also on that card. Go ahead. Where it, is that that card? Is Jacob? No, oh, no. Go. Jacob's next week. That card's got a couple good fights. So it's got uh, this one's gonna. I think it's gonna be pretty good. This is the lower weight class. You got Javante Davis against uh, what the fuck is his name? C- Ciliar. I wrote it down here, but now I can't find it. Uh, Jesus. Organize the note taking. I know. Where's Mr. Quinn when you need him? Yeah, I know. Quinn Dottie. Detention afterwards. Quinn was awesome. Mr. Quinn was awesome. You get note taking with the ruler. With the ruler. Right. Highlighters. His name is uh, Jesus uh, Ciliar. He's from Argentina. Now, he fought a a split decision loss to Abner Mares at 126. This fight against Gervonta Davis is going to be at 130. Now, they're both Southpaws. You don't see that often. Gervonta Davis is from a Mayweather's promotion. He's on Mayweather's team. Uh, well, they're they're promoting him, although they had some little bit rifts between him, I heard. But Mayweather is uh, promotions promoting uh, Gervonta Davis. He's a 130-pounder. He's very aggressive. He comes in looking for a knockout. He's It's going to be a fun fight. And Jesus Ciliar is uh, also a solid uh, fighter who's only got like two losses to his record. One was a split decision loss to Abner Mars, who's also very good at 126. So I think this is going to be a close fight. Uh, I think uh, Jesus can can give uh, Davis a good fight. The only thing, he's coming up in weight. So will Davis's power affect him more? Davis is favored to win, guys. It's hard to go against Davis. He's also being trained by Kevin Cunningham too. Uh, so Davis is going to – his last performance wasn't the best. He came in heavy. So let's see how he comes in this time against a, against a tough Argentine southpaw. Davis should probably win this fight, but Uzi uh, Silar, when I seen him fight against uh, Mars, is very good, and he's going to be – and he's also aggressive, and he's going to be tough too. Just Davis is a little naturally a little bigger. When's the uh, when's April this 21st. They're, this is on the same card at Showtime. Oh, so that's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow, guys. Ooh. Fuck, time's flying by. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have Jermel Charlo. Charlo. Against, Charlo, the 160. He's the middleweight guy against like Hugo. Charlo. Yeah, Char- Charlo brothers are exciting. Against uh, Hugo Central uh, Jr. Guerrero. No, no, <laughs> that was a wrestling. Yeah, you always yeah. get back to wrestling, Juventud Guerrero, right? No, WCW. Hugo uh, Central, I don't know how he's pronounced his last name, Junior. Now, I've seen this guy fight a little bit. He's he's really tall and lanky. I don't think he is going to pull too much problems for Charlo. That's going to be, I heard, the second fight. The first fight I think is going to be better. It's going to be Z- uh, Davis against uh, Jesus uh, Ciliar. I think that's going to be, don't don't miss that first fight, guys. I think that's going to be a pretty exciting fight. In the main event, Broner and Vargas, I think it's going to be a really close fight. Uh, I think this is going to be a good card tomorrow at Showtime to watch that card. All right. Also, yeah. they're going to have Carl Frampton against Nonito Donair. Ooh, Frampton. Yeah. And Donair. Donair still fighting? Donair still fighting. He's past his prime. He was, you know, Filipino flash. He was once number one rated yeah. fighter. Uh, he, he hits really hard. So Frampton, uh, don't take this lightly. You know, if he runs into their right hand, uh, Frampton's a busy guy. He fought that with uh, Santa Cruz. He's We're, up there too in age. Frampton? Yeah. He might be in his early 30s, but he hasn't fought as much as 
Nolnir. And Nolnir has been on a couple defeats in 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 stoppages against Walters. So he's not once what he he's not the fighter he once was. So I'm sure Frampton is favored to win this one. Uh, but uh, don't count Donaire out because he's got that heavy punch. He's got a hard right hand, and they used to call him the Filipino Flash. So he was really, really good for a while. But I think he's on the downswing right now. All right, and then uh, you got the Jacobs fight next. Yeah, Jacobs is fighting this uh, guy who I seen a little bit on YouTube. He's a Polish contender, Macias Suleski. I know I can't Suleki. Suleki. Magic. Magic Shulecki. It's not magic. Is he Polish? He's Polish. Yeah. That's magic. M- maybe magic, yeah. Okay. Uh, against Daniel Jacobs. Uh, I have Polish friends. Magic. Okay, good. That's good. You know, he's he's undefeated. He's signed with Al Heyman. He's 26 wins. Uh, he's uh, 10 by KO, and he never lost. So that brings something to the ring when you never lose. Uh, you don't want to lose. And what? That's what is that? HBO. That's HBO. April twenty eighth. Mm, so that's, that's HBO. Next, that's next week. That's right. Next Saturday. Gotcha. That's gonna be a good fight too, guys. Uh, you know, Jacobs now is promoted by Eddie Hearn. Yes. Yes, the English English promoter. Daniel Jacobs is 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 one of the top middleweights up there, guys. Top one of the top one sixty pounders up there. Uh, it's going to be a good fight because, uh, like I said, Suleki is undefeated. And i seen his some of the guys he beat were pretty decent guys. Um, and I think it's going to be a good fight for Jacobs. Uh, I don't see Jacobs losing this. I see Jacobs as one of the top middle uh, weight pound fighters in what you got right now. Who do you got in the middleweight? And I want to look at the trends because I like the middleweight division. You got, okay, let's see what they say and let's see what I think. And let's see, I want to see what you think. They got Golovkin, number one. They got Saul Alvarez, number two. They got Billy Joe Saunders, number three. They got Daniel Jacobs, number four. Jamal Charlo, number five. That's the bigger Charlo. There's twins. Yeah, and the other guy's at 154. uh, David Lemuel, number six, who Billy Joe Saunders convincingly outboxed, if you guys seen that fight. Uh, I like. I'm a big David Lemieux fan, but he couldn't. Uh, Saunders just outboxed him. He uses his uh, ring mobility and boxing skills. You got Sergey uh, Devachinko. There was some talk about Golovkin fighting him. We'll get into that. They got Royal Murda, number eight. I saw he was number seven, ranked number eight. And then uh, this other guy who I can't pronounce his name, uh, Curtis Zai, his last name, and Martin Murray, the strong guy from England. Who, who fights at 160? Yeah, 160. He's number 10. Now, I don't know if uh, so Alvarez is better than Jacobs. Uh, I don't know if I would probably put Jacobs possibly over Alvarez to win the fight. Who, who would you put? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Jacobs right now. The Miracle Man. He fought cancer and he came back. I'm a big Daniel Jacobs fan. The Miracle Man. I like Daniel got, Jacobs. Yeah, you got to go Jacobs. You know. And I'm looking at his. I'm looking at every aspect. I'm looking at it in the business aspect of it, talent aspect of it, um, what you can do to build the guy as well too. Um, but I mean, overall, I think he's the better fighter. Um, I mean, I think it'll be a great it's fight. It's gonna be close, and he'll yeah. edge it out. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a great fight to watch. And you got Billy Joe Sanders, who's a guy people don't like to fight because he he's a hard guy to fight. Yeah. 
He's very mobile. He moves around the ring a lot. And uh, I would like to see Canelo against Billy Joe or Canelo against Daniel Jacobs. Well, we'll see what happens with Canelo. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're going to get into Canelo. Let, let, let's keep well, rolling, then we're going to get into that's Canelo. That's the next yeah. fight anyways because we're talking about Golovkin. Okay. All right, so obviously the big news was that Golovkin-Canelo um, fight got canceled. Um, it was supposed to be in two weeks, three weeks, two, two to three May weeks. May 5th, yeah. May um, 5th. Which I was excited to finally see because it's like, okay, well, they went to a draw, which shouldn't have went into no. a draw. Triple no. G clearly won that fight. Any real boxing fan or a, or a, a boxing fan that watches boxing somewhat knows that, that he won the fight. Uh, Teddy Atlas knows that he won the fight. Uh, but yet he it was a draw. So I uh, wanted to see this. Um, I, I know we were talking about this previously on one of our last uh, uh, One More Round shows that I said I thought Canelo was going to come back because he's more pissed off and wants to prove something now. So I think he's going to train harder, whatever. I don't know. Well, now hearing everyone talk, so he ended up failing a drug test. He, ended he failed up, up failing twice in February. Yeah, so he ended up getting – he tested positive for um, – Clibutrol. Clibutrol. Clenbuterol. Con- yeah. Clenbuterol. Yeah. Um, it's a steroid. He's claiming that he ate tainted beef, which is a joke. <laughs> I mean – I guess they use that in Mexico for the cows to get bigger. Yeah, but but, he, but I mean, this guy—he's living in San Diego, anyways. Training in San yeah. Diego. Here's my thing: if you're that type of a boxer, which you can afford, right? This guy's making big money. Let me get my hand in the screen. Yeah, he, up here, boxer-wise. Right. right. He's an elite name. Why would you use that as an excuse? If you're going to sit here and you got caught up with steroids, there's well, a couple questions I have. No one's going to admit that, okay? Well, well if you no, uh, but if you got caught with steroids, he's admitting he te- he failed them. He's just saying he got him from tainted beef. Wouldn't you pay some kind of doctor to write you a note or say something so he can publicly go out there and say, I was giving it to my client to rehab a shoulder injury that he had and to help him recuperate from that? I mean, like, where is his people? Who's his publicist? Who's his manager? Not his promoter, you know what I mean? Even though that guy probably should have been in there too saying something, but it just boggles my mind how his people let this get to that point. They're not going to say they give them steroids. They're not going to, even for a shoulder, for nothing. They're not going to say that. They're not going to say that. All right. Anyways, regardless. So that's my number because one. Because then issue. he know about it. They're not, they're, oh, it's for my shoulder, but, you know, this can possibly give you an advantage over your opponent. They're yeah, not going to say he, that. He can turn around and claim, well, I I took it to rehab it. I didn't think it was illegal. I, I no. wasn't going to take it for the fight. I was just taking it to prep me for the fight. And then I was going to stop taking it. Yeah, I know, but so they're not going to... if you tested gonna... me before the fight, I would be clean. It's just I did it now to help right. me with the injury. And if he had a doctor that was saying the same thing, the whole point they're is... They're not going to say They could have done a better... Damage control? They could, yes. Well, they could have They could have controlled the damage I better. Don't, I don't know. And they could have came up with a better story. Shit, call me. I would have came up with a better story than to fucking come out here and tell people, oh, he ate tainted beef. Are you serious? That's number one. I know. Number two... Um, a lot of fighters and a lot of people associated in boxing are coming forward and they're saying that they think, and there's some boxers saying that they knew he was on steroids for a very long time and that this is not his only fight that he's been on steroids. There are people within boxing that are not boxers that are also claiming the same thing. So wow. that's... You know, that's scary. 
because boxing, you're you're putting your life and somebody else's life on the line. It's not baseball hitting a home run. Okay, the stats. Let's put an asterisk on the stats, but and possibly you can hurt somebody with a ball getting hit back at a pitcher. And, and no, and even in baseball, yeah. right? Technically, but in boxing, it's even more dangerous. I, I, it's I just, very dangerous in boxing. It's going back to what we used to always say, and I guess Bull brought this up that everybody. In professional sports, the, the more steroids. the more I think about it, when Bull keeps saying that, the more I'm starting to agree with Bull. I mean, I, I kind of kind of was always di- denying it more. Everyone does. I don't care. Uh, I don't think everybody NFL, does. NFL, NBA, no, a lot more than we think. But baseball, specifically, you, you got baseball. You, you got Wilder, who's in Nevada, uh, voluntary drug agency for the boxing, and he employs the fighters he's going to fight to uh he's paying for it i mean look, for the fighters gonna fight to also participate in this to get clean matches look at wilder even, look at even the ufc brock lesnar failed a drug test right and they didn't they didn't count that as a loss when he fought to what uh, simone right not, not just that they're saying now that dana white's gonna sign him for another uh, fight deal and they didn't do anything about his field drug test are you what they like to see the spectacular things, dude. Well, no, wh- why? Because he money. Puts he's a big draw in seats, right? And it's swept aside. So right. It brings my other question. Go ahead. If Canelo puts butts in seats, which if you think right now in total boxing, besides Mayweather, right? Pacquiao's flames. Pacquiao's flame has gone out. Right. Canelo's, Canelo's the above Pacquiao right biggest now. Biggest draw in boxing. I agree. How would boxing and why would boxing allow this news to go public? That's my biggest question. So did he did he or his people piss somebody off for them to come out public with this? Because at the end of the day, these box these boxing officials make money off of Canelo because of his draw. So you need that money. So if I'm the president of, let's say, the WBC, and that was the sanctioned fight that was going to happen, and, and there's a piece of paper, and I get a phone call in the morning at my office, Nick, hey, what's up, man? We just got news that Canelo failed a drug test. So what do you want to do? Are, are you kidding me? No, you right. failed twice in say, February. You can say you got hurt or what, something. Yeah. Where are you? And put that stuff on the side right now, and then yeah. I'm calling my secretary and saying, get Canelo's manager. It's kind of hard with social media, though. It's well, kind of hard to hide all that right stuff. Right now, you just go. Then you talk to your guy and say, who did you tell? Right. Nobody. I just got this. Right. Then you go reach out to the people who gave him the drug test and tell them, you guys better get the hell over to my office right now. And then Canelo, call his manager, call his people. I, we need to have a meeting immediately. And you say, listen, guys, we we're the only people who know this. We can keep this under wraps, but you need to stop and go clean so that we can test you in a month or two and you're clean, and then nothing of this comes out. It's hard. I mean, I'm sure you got it on your phone like I did, right, on a Bleacher Report app? Yeah, and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's a good point. One of the biggest fights in boxing currently was going to happen in three weeks, and he failed a drug test. And it's just like, well, I mean, I'm starting to believe almost 90% of these boxers then are doing steroids. Well, a lot of guys are getting caught. Povepkin got caught. Uh, Ortiz yeah, but, got okay. caught. So they're getting caught. What's the suspension? That's the thing. If you want to rule it out, you got you to gotta be way more strict and way more on the suspension. So you're telling me in six, six months, months he'll be ready in September going to yeah, fight. That's one fight. That's one fight. This is what you do. If you want to hurt a boxer, you don't tell him six months. You tell him two years, five fights. 
So if you're gonna sit here and it's well, gonna be no, 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 no. You gotta give a year. You gotta give a time frame. Okay. You can't say so five fights. So let's say yeah. one fight a year, because that's what boxers do. Some do two a year. Yeah, right. Right. You're suspended for six years. No, six years. You're gonna take his whole career away, dude. You gotta make a statement. Six years just, is just too much. Just think what would happen, and they wouldn't do it again. Which leads no, they're to not gonna do it. That someone dropped the ball in no. the boxing official world. The most they if, might do is one year. If they would, if they would take Canelo out of boxing right now and tell him. You're banned. You can't box in the United States anymore. Just think about all those boxers that are are dirty right now. How much of them would throw that shit in the garbage? They would. The, yeah, they would make them think the twice. Sport would be clean. Yeah, if they would make them think make twice. If you make a statement with right. one big name, make an example where boxing then right. can come out and say our sport. Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you too. I'm the biggest believer that boxing is falling. And with what happened to Canelo? No, there's a lot of upcoming guys coming up. Oh. Can Canelo's not defining the whole sport, my friend. No, you I, got a lot of guys at 147. You got a lot of young up-and-coming guys coming up. Okay, but this is what we have here, and this right. is why I'm saying this. Okay, go ahead. Hardcore boxing fan, the guy who will watch every fight, regardless this doesn't if you hurt, know the fighter or not. This doesn't hurt Canelo. The Canelo doesn't phase him much. And then you have the, the avid fan. that I'll watch the big fights, and then sometimes... Canelo will hurt that demographic right. a bit. Hardcore boxing fans can keep boxing afloat, barely. The avid fans jumping into that sport will create that sport a ton of No, this. I agree. I agree. And then when you have the the superficial fans, which are the next step, but they really don't watch it at all, only no, the big like fights. No, like when Tyson would fight yeah. or something. Then boxing's making this. Right. Boxing's at this level right now. And if you don't make a statement to say now, hey, uh, how, how else better for me to make a statement in this sport than to get rid of this guy and say you're done, and then I can start advertising to everybody in the world that we fight clean. And I just proved that because I took my biggest moneymaker and I just abolished them from, from the boxing world. That would make a statement and it would start building boxing to go up and well, hopefully stay clean. Well, even a one-year suspension would make a bigger statement than six months. I don't think one year is enough for no? boxing. How not, about two years? Not just that, but if you six th years, you're going to take his whole career away. Then, th then that's what you do. Well, I, don't I mean, know. Ju just think about uh, all these guys. Th th you get caught with drug testing, steroid testings in baseball. You're suspended for four games. That's nothing. What? That's nothing on 162 games. That's nothing. I took steroids my whole career. I just broke a home run record. You catch me in the later part of my, but my records all say the same. Right. Canelo just got caught in a dirty fight. How many other fights did he fight that he was dirty? Could he right. have been the boxer he is today if he wasn't dirty? Right. There's right. A, Those, lot a lot of questions. There, and you can't until you make a I mean, a he's statement. not the only one, though. I mean, baseball. He's not the only one. Nick. No, I know he's not the only no. one. But baseball, dirty. It still is dirty. Right, and but they, not as bad as a once they was. They never right? made a statement back in the day with Bob, with Barry Bonds and all those guys, and they should have back in those days. And the reason they don't is because again, it's all they didn't work. want to kill the sport. They told them to do that because they just came off the strike years and people weren't watching them. No, and they I don't think home runs. I don't think they told them, but they looked the other way. They looked the of other course, way because it's bringing them money. Right. So right. I don't know. Right, I, the baseball did go down after that strike year, the '94 strike yeah, year, and it, then it, when those guys were hitting all the home runs, they're they're watching it now. They're saying, you know what they're saying? That the players aren't juiced as much. The balls are juiced more. Yeah, it, they say the balls go farther. That's what I was hearing. At the end of the day, I think that um, I think a lot of people dropped their ball on this. Um, I think so. You would have went with what six years suspension? I would have done from boxing. Done. Get out. 
Wow. You're done. Well, that I'm would send a strict a message. Yeah. To all my boxers now that if you box in the United States of America, you're done and you need to you need to be clean. And if I catch you one time, I'm not giving you a six month suspension. I'm not gonna take a hundred four hundred thousand dollars a million from you. I'm banning you for life. And yeah. you have to. But you know what would happen? He would go in another country and fight. But Barry Bonds just had awesome protein powder. Okay, but then there that's, that's where you – yeah, south mouth. Um, but that's where you sit there and you say the organizations, WBO, WBC, IBA. So, yeah, if you want to fight in England, you can, but you can't fight for the major promotions. So it could be the world. Right. You know what I mean? But that's, again, this is where you got to get all those WBO, WBA, WBC, WBI, IBF, IBA. IB, what the hell with all these WB fights? Yeah, that's stupid. That get them belts. all into one organization, boxing, the World Boxing Association, WBA. That is the whole world ranking system. Why do I got to look up at the ringmagazine.com and look at 50 pages of rankings? Right. Why can't I have one ranking sheet that gives me each weight class and it's across the world, same standard? Instead, I have to sit here and I got to see the WBC ranking list for heavyweights. I got to see the WBA ranking list for heavyweights. I got to see the IBF ranking. Yeah, I know. For, we, we we all sort of got an idea who, for an avid who, fan like me, and for the other one. fans that you're trying to attract to the sport, they they don't want that. That's too much confusion. Right. Create a better scoring system. Create a ranking system. One. Create one boxing and, federation. And you know, one. And judging too. When judges get it wrong, there should be some accountability. Yeah, well, the and judges are being told to do by the by the up promoters, guys. right? Yeah. Right. And money and I know, but I'm just saying. They got to be held accountable. Um, I agree 100%, Levi, on that statement. If you are not cheating, you are not trying, and that is the new modern logo for all these modern kids. And okay, well, here's the thing, dude. You, you know someone's cheating at something, right? Mm -hmm. He's got an advantage. Well, if you feel that you're going to need that same to be on even playing field you're with gonna him, take it too. you're going to take it too. Exactly. So that's that's a big problem. And then if you turn around, and not just that, but then you turn around and you're busting your ass, and I'm only getting uh, – let's let's go NFL. I'm an offensive lineman for the NFL. I turn back, and I'm only making $2.7 million a year, right? right? But then all of a sudden you got this guy that you know is juicing, and this guy's a beast, and he just got an $11 million right, contract. contract. I'm going to turn around and be like, well, well fuck, I right. can make that same amount of money. I'm taking steroids in too because of the reality. The fact is I'm only going to play 10 years, so I need to make as much, much money as I maximize can. Maximize what so you I can. So I can be okay in my right. life. Right, I know. So going you, back to just, what Sammy said here now, why don't you – if people ain't going to do anything about this but just give six-month suspensions, then why don't you just let everybody do it? Yeah. Just let level but playing. I'm field. telling you, boxing's a very dangerous sport without the drugs. Hey, and it makes somebody take a punch better. It makes them maybe punch harder. It. I don't know. It. I don't know. I never took the steroids. I don't know exactly what it does. If but if we sat here today and we said, "What if I tell you the statement?" Just like today, the guys with the marijuana statement, where they said 80 percent of the professional athletes in sports smoke marijuana. What if a boxer came to you right now? Let's say Lennox Lewis sat down right now with us. And said, Mush, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, but uh, I'm going to tell you 90% of the boxing world has been doing steroids for the past 10 right. years. Right, I don't think it's that high, but I think there's a lot more than you, you we know. I, I, yeah, there has been yeah. some deaths. Right, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're just boxing still. So level playing field. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You have to. I mean, it's what? Not, let everyone take it? Yeah, it's not fair. Now I know. Okay, you're sending the wrong message to kids. Right. Because you are. Then kids in high school you are, are. Gonna be taking. Right. Of course. Shit. The, if you guys gotta, ain't doing shit about it right now, they're gonna end up doing it when they're in the professional ranks, anyways. Yeah. Well. You got to be like, more strict, and you got to be more strict and, at least two years not. or something. And they're no, not. they're not. And you know what? They're not testing too much at all. Like I said, the Volunteer Anti-Doping Association program. They're, they're, uh, what's his name? Wilder. He he's a volunteer in that, and he pays for his uh, test. And I guess his test is very expensive. I was hearing Pauli Monologi. He's very informative on uh, boxing, and and he has a lot. He's a very opinionated person, very very smart. I like listening to him and some of the things he has to say. And when he calls fights too, he's very good. Also, Pauli, I like Pauli. But the anti uh, Wilder pays for himself to get tested and his opponent, so he's on level playing field. And uh, Povetkin got caught. They were going to fight Povetkin and Wilder. Alexander Povetkin, he got caught. Luis Ortiz, the one who uh, Wilder beat, yeah. got caught before. But then I guess he, he stopped taking it. And then uh, that was a great fight, by the way. But you know what else is going to bring uh, boxing back? The heavyweights. I know Canelo's a big draw. He really is. But you got a lot of guys at 147 who, like Spence, Crawford, uh, Thurman, who I don't really think wants to get in there with Spence right now. I don't think nobody's dying to get in there with Spence right now. You got Porter calling out Garcia, but but uh, why don't he call out Spence? Yeah. So uh, Brandon on Facebook Live actually said, and I've mentioned this before too. Okay. I think I told you guys before on the show. Um, and for the people who get up in arms nowadays about guys who juice, players in the 70s used to take uh, amphetamines and greenies most of the time. And they, I, there's tons of stories of these athletes that were taking uh, greenies in the dugouts, like DiMaggio, Babe Ruth, all these guys. So uh, I don't even know what greenies are. It's basically an upper. But oh. At the end of the day, there was always something around that enhanced performance. Yeah. And, and I'm sure to try to get an edge on your like opponent. Just like now, if you try to ban steroids now, someone's going to come out with another steroids and steroid within six months to a year, and it's not going to be detected by t by any of the tests. Well, that's the problem of of some stuff coming out, or even I heard some UFC guys about like like gene stuff that can't be detected. You know, hey, did you see the thing Canelo? Uh, not Canelo, Levi, Golovkin. Levi, Golovkin put out. Hold on, Levi said. Um, why don't the promoters take action against their fighters? Because of this, Levi. Yeah. So it, it ain't going to happen. But anyways. All right. Anyways, Golovkin. Did you see that, that uh, little ad Golovkin put? No. Here. Is he putting? Is he talking crap about Canelo? Well, it was. Yeah, it was about. Let me see if they. Sh see, now, that's the one guy I think that's getting the short end of the stick on all of this. Well, well, let's talk about his opponent. He's he's still fighting on May fifth. Yeah, he still is. But he's hold on. Fighting. So if anyone's getting screwed in this whole deal, it's not even Canelo. Who's getting screwed? Yeah, Golovkin. Golovkin. He's not making as much as yeah. he would have made against Canelo. So the poor guy now is but getting not, older. Yeah, he is getting older, and he he can't fight these mega fights now to prove that he's better. He he already proved he, sh he should have won that last fight. And he should have won, but he didn't really. Uh, Canelo fought a really good fight. I'm telling, not a uh, not a great fight, but he fought a good fight. And he didn't dominate Canelo. So now, I think he probably beat him, but he didn't, didn't dominate him. C Canelo, I thought hit him was the harder shot. So now he's sitting here stuck fighting this Armenian guy. Well, he's pretty good. I, I know he's but, pretty good. Van, Van's um, Matarosian. He's pretty good. I seen him fight before, but he's a one fifty four fighter coming up to one sixty, and he never got stopped. 
He fought a lot of big names. He hangs in there with everybody. He fought uh, uh, Demetrius Andre. He fought the Charlo brother. Um, and uh, he lost close decisions. He lost a close decision to Laura. So uh, he's a righty. He's a tall guy, but he never fought at 160. Now, this is the kind of style that Golovkin likes. Not really a mover, but he's a gutty guy. He never got dropped. I mean, he never got stopped. I don't know if he ever got dropped, so but he never got stopped. So here's my question with that. Yes, So since ahead. you think uh, Golo okay, so Golovkin's going to win that fight. I, we, we presume. Um, we presume. But I'm Ron he's he's no slouch. So Golovkin wins this fight. Right. Um, and they're talking about maybe September for Canelo, right? Is that where you're getting to? Yeah. So uh, Canelo, So are they going to go straight into the Canelo, or is Canelo going to fight one before he they do a Canelo I don't know. again? I don't know. See, I think they should go straight Canelo after that. But then if you do something like that, now you got a guy who fought a fight, one more fight. You know, that first fight wasn't, wasn't awesome for me. I, I don't really care if they don't fight another time. It won't kill me if they don't fight another guy. Let Canelo fight some of these other guys. Let him fight Charlo. Let him fight Jacobs. He'll but beat those guys. Canelo will beat those guys? Yeah. I, I thought you said Jacobs would beat him. I think I would I would probably bet on Jacobs. I don't know. That's that's an iffy one. No, I you know. Right. I, I like to see I like to see, you Enough know. Enough of Triple G cuz our Canelo he's pissing me off. The pride of Mexico. Here. Eating tainted beef. Here's this. Got to be kidding Here, me. Here, Triple G has one special ingredient. You got to be kidding me. Hold on. I can find that and put it on here. Okay, put it on Does there. Does he yeah. say something on here? Eating tainted. Well, I ate at La Palapita and I ate <laughs> tainted beef. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? That's just know. like, like, oh, Nick, you tested positive for steroids. Yeah, I ate a burrito. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, a little more on Monterosian. He's 36 wins, 21 knockouts, only three losses and one draw. He never been stopped. But the only thing is he's been a little inactive. He last fought 521 to 16, 2016. And he's been fighting at a lighter weight. He's been fighting at a light middleweight at 154. Uh, which one are you looking at? Uh, what is it? The what is special it? ingredient. Uh, what is it? Triple G special ingredient? Yeah. Oh my God, is this funny? It's a little bit funny. Triple G has one special ingredient. It has one special ingredient. Tainted beef. Yeah. Ingredient. You'll see. I can't spell ingredient. I n g r e. Oh, he's, dude. He's a jo he's Jordan. What do you mean? He's, he's... Kakistan. No. Oh yeah, he wears Jordan apparel. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You hear that? What's going on? Yeah, what, why is it doing that? I don't know. That's what I was trying to say. Anyways, um, it's just... Is it, the for, yeah. is it the first one? Or? Oh, this one, yeah. Superhuman power requires a special ingredient. Called hard work. I'm surprised they did that. Yeah. Especially coming from Jordan brand. Yeah. Basically, if you guys haven't seen this, I would uh, go on there. It's a video. Uh, if you look up Canelo. No. Triple G. Triple G. 
uh, GGG special ingredient. It's a it's a Jordan commercial because uh, apparently he wears Jumpman. I didn't know he wore Jumpman. Yeah, no, I did. So it's yeah. news to me. He wears Jordan. And uh, it shows how uh, it's a guy that's sitting down and he says a special ingredient and he's eating beef. So it's a knock. And then as he's telling him um, that he's eating beef, he says at the end, you guys heard it. It was hard work. So and in between, it was just a bunch of other stuff. But, but um, you know, on, on the boxing, uh, I would like to see the boxers – Go for more drug testing. I think boxing is a very dangerous sport for someone to have a you can you can kill somebody. I mean these guys bigger and stronger and punch harder and punch faster. Uh, the Volunteer Anti Doping Association that's trying, uh, but it's expensive to test people. Guys like Wilder, I got to give my hat off to Wilder. He's testing himself and he's paying for his opponents to be tested because he wants he doesn't want to fight somebody on some kind of substance. So if more people would. Uh, do this or somebody would start funding more to have this done and have the fighters tested more and give them stiffer penalties uh stiffer fines and and penalties for then the test big nick's proposal six years that's almost your whole career i don't know uh that would probably work but uh i kind of do boxing like to see Canelo. money yeah boxing would lose a lot of money and they can't really afford to do that right now that's but why it, it's it not will, it would build the future because then if it you will go build out a there cleaner and advertise right. that I got a clean sport, people may start being attracted to you being a clean sport instead of saying, all right, I'm just going to continue to keep having dirty fighters. Yeah, right. Yeah, I give you some credit for having the balls to do something like this. Hey, but, you know, real fast, I want to talk a little bit about the 140. You know I love the welterweight division. Oh, God. You got Earl Spence Jr. You got Sean Porter. This is who the transcendental rank, what's it called? Transcontinental. Keep, keep in mind. Oh, wow. All right, but let me just go over this a little bit. We got Earl Spence Jr., Sean Porter, number two, Danny Garcia, Jeff Horn, number four. Jeff Horn's above Manny Pacquiao, who he yeah. defeated. You know, Pacquiao, five. You got uh, Evzu Lyoff uh, from Uzbekistan, number six. You got Carlos, I don't know this last guy, Carlos Adams, uh, Jurgis, Jesse Vargas, number nine, and, and Jamal James, number 10. I would like to see, I want to see Garcia and Porter. You know, and I would like to see yeah. Porter against Spence too. Porter keeps wanting to call Garcia. Go after Spence. See how you feel with him. Yeah. So and uh, hey, real fast, Pacquiao. He's fighting July 14th yes. against. Uh, you didn't you didn't recognize him in that picture I sent no. you against Mati Lucas Matisse. Matisse. I think that's going to be a good fight. That is going to be a good fight for two guys that are up there. In, They're past uh, their prime. Yeah, in age, it's a pretty good fight to match those two guys together. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think Pat, Manny, I think, in a way. Manny, you know what? I, I was thinking Manny's uh, probably will outwork him and win a decision. and But I had a, like a dream or a vision that Matisse knocked him out in a similar style that Marquez knocked out Manny with a straight right hand. And that Poo Boy, uh, Poo Boy Fernandez, he jumped in the ring and like like Manny was like out. So I don't know if that was just a, that was because I was thinking of the Marquez fight. Because initially I called Pacquiao to win, but I had that like dream that Matisse knocks him out with the right hand. But I think Manny would probably going to win this one in the decision. But I think it's going to be an interesting fight for two fighters that are past their prime. Uh, we'll talk about this more later. It's just it's just an intriguing fight. And uh, Manny says he doesn't want to retire. He says he's going to keep fighting. Yeah, that's crazy. And how about him leaving Roach? Yeah, that was the other uh, interesting thing. And um, I, I guess all good things come to an end. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the where were the differences, though? Were the differences between um, Roach wanting him to fight a specific style and Manny didn't want to? 
I heard something about Pacquiao was upset with some comments. It was probably brewing some comments that Roach said after the Jeff Horn fight. But I've been watching these fights, and uh, Pooh Boy Fernandez has been taking a bigger role in the corner than uh, Roach was. We're giving him more instructions, yeah. and it wasn't like that before. Well, we'll so, see because, I mean, this is going to be the first time Manny's without Roach in a long right. time. Right. They've been together 16 years. So yeah. we'll we'll see. Yeah, I think we should save our 90s talk maybe for the 90s heavyweight picture for the next show, right? Yeah, we'll do We're running kind of long on this one. But, guys, I do want to talk about the heavyweight uh, picture, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to heat up. And we'll talk about the 90s. Uh, Joshua and Wilder. I don't think that's going to happen next. Real quick, I'm just I'm not going to talk about the guys in the 90s yet. I, guys, I want you, if you follow, keep following us, I want you guys to think of some of your favorite fighters from the 90s because I think the 90s was uh, one of the golden for eras the for, for the heavyweight division. Yeah. And kind of chime in and join us when we talk about this. But uh, you got uh, Joshua and Wilder, but I think Povetkin is maybe going to fight Joshua. I don't think, I think they're going to build up, they're going to simmer uh, Joshua and Wilder a little more before the fight, maybe another year. Yeah, I know we'll talk about that more later. Yeah, but I think I I like Wilder. You like Wilder yeah. over Joshua? Uh huh. Very interesting. Yeah, I like him. He's he's one of my he's my favorite heavyweight right now. So he, Wilder's um, a beast. I he I like him a lot. All right, all right, guys, we've man, been on it <laughs> almost two hours. I know, man, that went by quick, dude. Wow. That's nuts. We started like at four something, and it's like an hour 52. Well, in. I hope you guys enjoyed the show because I know I did. Thanks for having me on, Nick. Double show. Uh, we did uh, CSCR in the beginning. We actually tried. I wanted to try out doing the whole show on Facebook Live, which we just did. So the entirety was on Facebook Live. Uh, might start doing it. Don't know. Um, but uh, head on over to YouTube as well and subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, uh, which is Windy City One Word Sports Network. Um, follow us there. Uh, catch us on iTunes and our podcast. Uh, we're all over. Wherever podcasts are available, we're there. Um, just go through there and um, uh, follow us. T-shirts. Go to our website, WindyCitySportsNetwork.com. Uh, get our T-shirts. Uh, if you go to the website, our website, WindyCitySportsNetwork.com, go to our blog site. It'll tell you step-by-step. Step. It's on Bonfire. Uh, and then you can order some shirts. There is only seven days left for shirts hot pops the number one seller seven days left so uh jump on that um, um so we can get those rolling and spread the word guys just tell everybody about everything so um we will be doing a wtr show uh this coming wednesday because it's going to be the pre-show before the great american or the <laughs> great american bash, bash. that's uh, wcw talk the great uh the greatest royal rumble uh which is going to be in uh the Middle East, so it's going to be pretty interesting. We'll go over the card there and predictions. Uh, so me, Wild Bill, we'll try to get the uh, mouth over here. We'll see if we can get him on the phone. Um, and then I'm going to try to get Pat the Designer one day here with Jackman. So maybe next Friday we'll see what happens in the NBA because I think the first round will be done by then, right? Yeah, it should be, right? Yeah, so we might, I'm, I'll, I'll reach out to Pat the Designer at Windy City, the Breeze, and we'll see if we can get him on to talk about um, just have us three. It's a great time in the April, May playoffs. It's a great yeah, time. for sure. Hopefully the White NBA Sox playoffs get themselves together. Uh, then the draft is next week, too. So we might even be live. Oh, oh, we might be live while they're drafting. We'll see what happens. So in any case, guys, thank you for watching. Uh, please share the video, like the video, comment if you have any comments. Um, go to our website. 
buy our shirts, follow us, do all that good stuff, uh, and then we'll go from there. Hope it, you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you guys enjoyed the contact content, and uh, please uh, be vocal what you guys want to hear and what what subjects you guys want to talk about, uh, favorite fighters and stuff like that. Definitely be happy to go into that. And it's uh, actually nice out, so it's finally we're finally getting some good weather. And it looks like it's going to be smooth sailing from here. So uh, we will see you guys next Wednesday. Um, Peace out, guys.